This week at Nintendo Main, we got a bunch of SNES classics. We're just going to fucking talk about it. We got John on here. He's got a bunch, too. We're going to talk about it. Got a whole I mess got a of bunch. them. Got a whole mess of them. The cops <laughs> got involved, but still got them. <laughs> Nintendo Main episode 90. Do you know what happened in 90? I know Jeremy does. I know what happened in 90. What happened in 90? That's the year that uh, the Super Nintendo came out. Yeah. 1990. It happened to fall on our number of podcasts here. We are in episode 1990. We all have have Super Nintendo classics. We have special guests, John Knitter. He has a bunch of them. Jeremy got a bunch of them. I got one. We got enough to like fill a (laughs) landfill. We got a ton. It's great. We can talk about it. Uh, we're your hosts. <laughs> I'm Trey uh, Twitch Master Johnson. <laughs> I'm Jeremy, not another gloat cast Mikowski. Yeah. <laughs> and our special I'm guest. I'm John, properly stocked knitter. Properly stocked. Prop stock. Yeah. Over here. That's right. So, uh, you know, we're, the SNES Classic came out, and uh, once again, we were all successful in getting one. Well, you guys got a few. But we're going to talk about that in our topic part of the episode as usual so first off let's just uh let's talk about like what we've been spending money on and what we've been playing lately he wants to start and talk about the the money we dropped i know you guys dropped a lot more money than i did on the snes classic so i'll, I'll go first i bought the snes classic obviously we all did i bought golf story on the switch which we're going to talk about that as well in our topic of course and uh, i also bought burning fight for uh <laughs> as the snk game of the week for the Switch, just because I, for some reason, thought that Final Fight was going to be on the SNES Classic, and it wasn't, so I was kind of a little bummed out, and I wanted to play some arcade brawler stuff, so I went for Burning Fight, and it's all right, you know, I mean, it's, it's eight bucks, it's worth the, it's a game I didn't know existed, and I never played before, so I played through, I think I played it for like an hour, hour and a half maybe, and I played through probably like four levels, but, you know, it's all right for what it is. It looks a lot like, I mean, a lot of the characters look a lot like the Final Fight guys, so maybe that's just like guys who throw uh, Molotov cocktails, maybe they all look the same in Japan because they look the same in both of those games. So I don't know. <laughs> They're all just but, based on like one really rowdy guy. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. They all look, but they look like almost the same like design. So I, maybe there's a guy who just went around and threw Molotov cocktails to people. There's this guy outside the studio that always threw Molotovs at us when we come out at the end of the day and we based the character on him. Well, he must have hit like SNK and Capcom though, because they look the same. Like that same guy, that guy looks the same in both <laughs> games. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of their bad guys like look the same. So maybe it's a cultural thing or something. I don't know. But it's fun, you know. If you want to play some like uh, good arcade shit, it's it's cool. You can just do that, and you can do that two player too. You know, with your Joy Cons and all that fun shit. And it's like the standard SNK where you're putting coins in. You can just play forever. Well, actually, in the settings, you can just set it to where you have 100 lives so you never have to put coins in. Unless you really suck and you lose all of your 100 lives while you're trying to get through the arcade. But no, you can, if you just hit start and go to settings, you can just set it to like 100 lives and you just won't have to do the coin thing ever. You have to do it one time and then you start and then you have 100 lives. So that's how I've been playing it. So I don't have Where to. Where would you put it uh, among the ranks of like Final Fight or Streets of Rage or... 
any of those games. Where does it stand? Is it oh, that's a tough a lower one. tier. Well, well, I would put. I mean, on my top games of those type of games, I think I would put. I don't know. Like it would. It's it's like really hard to decide between Streets of Rage two and Final Fight three because I think both of those games are really really good and they both have like Street Fighter type moves in them. They both have like extra characters and different pathways and all that. So either one of those is number one. Right. And somewhere below that is pretty much everything else. I think. <laughs> I mean, Burning Fight would probably be above like Final Fight one for sure because it has two player. So yeah. I don't know. I might put it a little bit above like Final Fight one or Streets of Rage one, you know, and maybe put like Final Fight two or Streets of Rage three like as two, I guess. And those are all, th- and that's three. I don't know. I've never really done a countdown of all those games, but I would definitely Final Fight three and Streets of Rage two would be tied for first. So let's say Final Fight two and Streets of Rage three is second, then Burning Fight would be third. And then fourth would be like Final Fight 1 and Streets of Rage 1. We'll say that. Yeah, that was, That's my... curious because <laughs> brawlers are like one of my favorite uh, genres. I'm wearing a Streets of Rage shirt right now. Yeah. And then, uh, but you but not, you don't have a yeah. I remember you got a Streets of Rage one shirt, but you didn't get Streets of Rage two. Man, that's not uh, two, not two. No, two is know. the best one. Like I, I, if I was, and I like Streets of Rage a lot. I, if I was going to get a shirt, and I thought about it, I was like, I'd get Streets of Rage two shirt because two is one. the fucking shit, could, dude. Just get one. Streets of Rage one. Just get one made, man. Like I'm wearing a Star Fox shirt that I just had made at a fucking because I have, there's a t-shirt place down the street. You just like send them an email and be like, hey. Is that where the make official the Nintendo main shirts were made? It was where the Nintendo main shirts were made, yeah. Because I wanted to make... I, w- I had some ideas for shirts that I wanted to make. I want to make a bunch of shirts based on, like, video game titles, like old Super Nintendo titles, like title screens, you know? And I really liked the Star Fox one, so I made a Star Fox shirt out of that. But I'm going to make some other one. I was going to make, like, a Super Mario World one and a Maximum Carnage one and, like, some other shit like that. I got a bunch of them. All, uh, it's not as easy as I thought. I wanted to just kind of go through and just click it online and be like, put this here and put this here. But you have to, like, go through an invoice. You have to, like, actually talk to a person and all that. It doesn't take... It is, it's not as quick as I hoped it would be, but I'm hoping to make more of them. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some one-hour t-shirt places in L.A. Do just they like, store the uh, idea once you have it you can order more in the future? I think they do. I don't know. I mean, I could probably get another one. If they, if you that Star Fox shirt's pretty fucking sweet, man. I like it a lot. It was an idea that I had for a while that I really... And I was like, I'll just get one. I mean, it I ended up... the fuck out of that. It ended up costing me like 15 bucks, I think, because I like paid... Because you got to pay extra for a black shirt, and I paid extra for like extra color in the print or whatever. Like, I went and like clicked on all the extra shit to try to make it look nicer. So it ended up costing a little bit more, but it's not bad at all. Like, I wanted to make a bunch... Like I said, I wanted to make a bunch of these, like different shirts, like of different super nintendo shirts and stuff so hopefully uh there'll be more just for my own personal fun but i thought it'd be a cool thing i was like well if, if you can do this real easy you can make a bunch of shirts of shit that you like you can do the obscure stuff that they wouldn't be uh, making shirts of anyway yeah. but i'll make you a yeah. streets of rage 2 shirt and send it to you how about that <laughs> i would appreciate. I, I could probably get one made i was that was on my list of shirts to make you know i was thinking about making like a metroid like one of the new metroid a shirt's based on like one of those awesome pictures from the uh from the new game like in the intro we it's on the if you look at libsyn for our podcast whenever we did our metroid samus returns one it's on there but they have some really cool some really cool uh pictures like 3d pictures that you see when you start the game that i want to make a shirt out of but yeah burning fight's fun i mean if you <laughs> like aside from all the ranking and all that if you want to play an arcade brawler just go for it dude like it's very much like final flight one but it's two player and it doesn't, but it doesn't have the complexity of Streets of Rage two or Final Fight three. It's basically what I'll say. But it has the fun of the original ones, where you just All go right. and where you just go and break shit, and you pick up. You can find like turkey and like 
trash cans or whatever and eat that and get you, you know, like that type of thing. And it's like, you know, you go into, you go into like stores and malls and you can destroy shit and all that. It's, you're basically your standard brawler game, you know, if you got the itch for Maybe that. Yeah, I'd get that to ease the sting of Double Dragon 4. Yeah, I can't believe you, <laughs> I can't believe you actually buying. got Double Dragon 4, which we haven't even, <laughs> yeah, I think you're like the only one that actually bought that game. But uh, uh, Well, I, so, I, I, like I said, I love those games and I knew the, the reviews were bad. I didn't give it like a 3.5. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to try it anyway. Uh, yeah, they gave it yeah, half you know, the... They're, they're right. It's just so mediocre. Yeah, the score was just... half of the price. It was $7, so yeah, they, yeah. it was seven, three and a half. <laughs> which, uh, I mean, $7 isn't that bad. Like I said, like, the SNK game, like Burning Fight, like, even if you hate it, it's only $8. Like, it's not going to, like, you're not going to, like, kick yourself forever on it. You know, it's, it's not expensive. That's what I love about those games. It's like, I can totally buy it on a whim, and I don't feel, it doesn't, like, depress me if I'm not in, into it as much as I thought I would be, because it's super cheap. yeah. yeah. If it was like twenty bucks and I bought it, I'd be like, eh. I mean, I would. Sure. I probably wouldn't have just like bought it if it was twenty dollars. But it's eight bucks, you know. And I was like, I want to play this game, and I and I like it. You know, it was ba- it was a exactly good game for eight bucks. Sure, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Like I wanted it to just be an arcade brawler, and that's what it is. You know, it's not like I said, it's not on the level of Final Fight Three or Streets of Rage Two because those games have super moves. And, you know, there's much extra shit in there. It's definitely on the line of, like, Final Fight 1 or 2. If you have the itch for playing that on the go on your Switch, you should totally do it. I might have to take a look. Yeah. If you got the Switch itch. You got the Switch itch. What have you guys bought? I know you bought the SNES Classics, but what are your uh, purchases for the week? So I spent a lot of time on my uh, Burning Fight. Oh, wait. And did I even say that I got this? Uh, I got Super Castlevania on vinyl, too. Super Super Castlevania Four, which is like one of my f- favorite soundtracks, and I and I got on vinyl. I found it on Amazon, and I have Prime now, so they sent it to me in like two days. Amazon Prime is awesome. It's like you don't I bet, have. To. I bet in Chicago you have some uh, pretty good Prime options. I like Prime because you have same day. Yeah, you can, for some things you can do that. Um, but it's like uh, for Amazon, I would always try to stack stuff up so I would get free shipping. But like free shipping's on everything now in Prime, and it's so easy. Like you're basically like, I want this thing, and you just hit buy now, and you swipe it, and boom, it's done. <laughs> and then it's on the way, and you get it like the next day. Sometimes you know it's just crazy. Be careful because I've ordered double of something that way too on accident. Oh yeah, no, I understand that. Well, I've just been, I you know, I was like, I you know, like what I'm like, I want to play this movie at the bar. Where is it? Oh, cool, it's five dollars. Boom, got it. I'll get it. Then I'll get it tomorrow. You know, it's yeah. very, it's, it makes things very easy <laughs> you can get shit real soon if you want or if you're like staying up playing castlevania 4 like i was and being like man i love the soundtrack i wonder if it's on record it's like oh shit there it is it's on amazon oh, boom got it bye yeah right and i don't think you're gonna regret buying that at any point oh no i don't life. i don't i'm like super psyched about it i'm not regretful at all like i think this my first my first impulse album. amazon purchase was a uh a 20 dollar drone and it broke after I flew it for about five minutes. Oh well, I wouldn't buy a drone. <laughs> well, it was only like, it didn't have a camera on it or anything. It was just like a really basic one. Sure, it it broke. And I was like, what? That's twenty bucks. I want to try it out. And oh. it, it like it worked for twenty minutes. And it just broke in the air. It didn't run into anything. Uh, no, I ran it into some shit. Oh okay, because I I mean I understand like if you because those things are hard to pilot. I I ran it into some stuff and it broke. And it's like broke beyond all repair, right? It can't be brought back. Oh yeah, it was so cheaply made. Like the propellers were like broken and bent, and you, I don't know. Oh, so it can't. Yeah, that sucks. So it can't like twirl and get the. Yeah, that blows. Yeah, but it's fine. That I bought that. That was like five years ago. That was my first Amazon purchase, and I was like, man, I regret buying that. But for the most part, 
I've liked Amazon stuff. I did buy a uh, $100 thing for my cats to climb on, which is kind of expensive. And I accidentally ordered it twice, and that was a big pain. Oh, in the ass. is that how you got all that? Is that how you got all that crazy cat climbing stuff? And your it was from, from from Amazon. No, no, I this happened relatively recently, but I oh, had to send one thing. of them back, and it's like an over fifty pound package. Oh, jeez! <laughs> wow, so have to pay for a shipping back. No, they pay for it, but you gotta like still have to take it to the shipping yeah. spot. Yeah, some of it's kind of confusing because, like, I bought a couple things, like, from Buy Now, and it showed it, like, in the cart still, you know? Like, it was still in my cart, and I'm like, but I already ordered these. So maybe they don't, maybe they don't take it off until, like, after after it ships or whatever. But uh, before I switch over to you guys, I also bought that fucking Switch stand thing that you guys were Oh, you into. bought it? Yeah, I bought it. Yes! Yeah, I, I fell into you the... Have it? I have it, yeah, it's here. It's in my room you somewhere. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's kind of like, um, I guess my, uh, my headboard was like not as tall as I thought it would be. So I haven't found the right spot to put it yet, but it's definitely sturdy. That's for sure. Yeah. That thing's sturdy as fuck. <laughs> like I had no it idea how, really sturdy. Yeah. how like, thick I, the fucking, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't wear out. Like I've bent it all over the place. You'd think that it would like get loose or something somehow, but no, it, it's, it stays. So I recommend that thing to everybody. Yeah, no, it's super thick. No, we actually, uh, I, I recommend it to somebody on, uh, the, <laughs> on the Nintendo main or the, the Nintendo voice chat thing. I saw that, and I seconded the motion. Yeah, yeah, well, then, did you see that he bought it, and his kid was, like, staring at it? like in his, <laughs> I didn't see that. Wow. It was, like, right in his no, face. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, I was going to tag you guys in it, but I figured you would have seen it already. So, John, I, you've got at least three other people to buy it since you I need to, I've gotten five other people to buy it now, including yeah. that guy. But I wow. bought it I bought it because I really like Golf Story, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll be playing Golf Story in bed, and it's kind of heavy, and I don't want to hold it. But So I did play right. it. I played it a little bit, but it was, like, so low that it's, like, right by my face. So, I like, I'm afraid I'm going to run into it while I'm asleep. So, I haven't found a place to clamp it. You just have it, to move it when you're really. asleep. No, I mean, but, like, the part that screws on, the actual clamp part, is, like, right oh, next to my head. You, you know, so. <laughs> I haven't figured out a place for it yet, but it's definitely sturdy. It, it totally works. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with it yet. I'll probably clamp it to, like, my nightstand or, like, the tray that I have by the bed or something like that. So, then I can have it <laughs> on the side sure. and just move it. Yeah, I have, like, a TV tray that's always there that I keep a lot of my shit on. And I keep, like, the 3DS and whatever else on it. But, yeah, those are my... I do remember, uh, I do remember saying you couldn't charge your phone while you used it for the phone, and I was wrong about that. I just was using it wrong. There is, like... There's a hole? If you align it right, there's, like, a hole where you can... You oh, cool. Your phone in yeah. yeah. So for anyone wondering what we're talking about, this is called the Try One Switch Stand. You should try one. <laughs> literally try one is one word yeah and it's yeah. not even it's not even really like a switch stand right I'll, I'll put a i'll put a link in it for in the description for sure of this i'll put the link to this because everybody seems to love it yep. you can use it for other things too you can use it for tablets and phones and uh you could even use it to like <laughs> <laughs> can you see this john i can't see no no you can't see it you can't see any of us no oh, okay no. i was just showing the picture of the kid using it from uh from nbc <laughs> That kid's just like staring at it. His face is so close to it. That's cute. But I, I, you can use it to like hold your phone and use your phone as a camera. So it works as a tripod too. If you want to use your phone as a video camera, you just have to turn it around in the the clamp mechanism. So it's got that going for it too. It's not as stable. Like it's going to wiggle around if there's a lot of stress because it's on like a wire. 
essentially a big thick wire so it's not as stable as a tripod but you can use it for that purpose in a pinch i just tagged both of you guys in the comments so you can find a picture of the kid of the kid playing and his head is like right in the uh right in the switch it's hilarious <laughs> but yeah no you totally pushed well you pushed that and then i pushed it and and then we all pushed it and a bunch of people bought it so they should like send you a percentage of their sales now or something for, for real? that for that <laughs> for that switch thing but uh what, what have you guys purchased aside from the snes classic this week any sort of game? Uh, uh, I bought. I, I bought the Mario Brothers arcade. Yeah, no, Switch. you did. I definitely want to talk about that. So, yeah, Jeremy and I like sure like a couple episodes ago, we were like, "Fuck that game! That game's a piece of shit." But you're like that saying was last that episode. it was it last episode. Yeah, no, yeah. it was last episode. But, yeah. and, but you're saying that you're liking it. So tell me, uh, you know, sure, try to convince me on this, or just tell me what you think of it. I gave you the I, birding I, fight I, spiel. You give me the Mario Brothers spiel. They're the same price. Sure, sure. I will. I will admit. I think eight dollars is a little much. I think maybe six dollars would have been a better price point. But uh, as a novelty, you know, I've played this game a bunch of different times on the NES and on and the various iterations on the on the Game Boy Advance, uh, the Game Boy games, the Advance games. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it really had been a long time since I played the actual arcade one, and I was just kind of struck by how um, how different it felt to me as far as the controls it feels more like um i guess i would say a little more stiff like uh there's not the traditional mario physics where you can run and then you jump and then you can kind of maneuver yourself in the midair you can't do that it, you, it tries basically it's more like real life where you jump and you're just whatever direction you're going you're going <laughs> wherever the wind blows right? that's that's where you go exactly yeah so that's a little bit different for a mario game when was a, and, uh but does it control better than like the SNES or like the NES version of it? Because I thought it controlled it like shit. Like the like the one that's on the NES Classic and the one that's on like the NES Remix mm-hmm. for Wii U. I think the NES Remix was when I realized that it really controlled for shit. Was trying to play it on there on NES Remix One. Same with like Ice Climbers. I felt like both of them controlled really badly. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't as responsive as it should be. Like for any like you know compared to like Super Mario, like any of the Super Mario games. Like it was not that sort of great control. But is this better mm-hmm. than that, or have you? You know, I, can't, I haven't played it in so long. I really can't say. I just remember it feeling different. It doesn't feel like. I mean, it doesn't feel like Super Mario Brothers. Is basically sure. What yeah, I'm no. remembering. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, um, that, so I can't. I can't say. Yeah, that was my problem with it. Is I just felt like it controlled like shit. So I was like, I just couldn't bring myself to get the arcade. And I was intrigued by it if it was like better than the NES conversion of it. But still, like. Even eight dollars couldn't sway me on it. I mean, the SNK stuff; these are like Super Nintendo level games, like better than Super, like probably like thirty-two bit level, you know, two right. D stuff. So it's, it interests me more, you know, and especially like the fighting games. Like, there's a lot of depth in that for me because I like to play those games. But yeah, for eight dollars for Mario Brothers, I just I couldn't do it. Like, if it was maybe maybe it was a couple dollars, then I might think about it. But you know, even when yeah. they even when they packaged it in with all those different Game Boy Advance games, I still was like, eh. <laughs> it's like not into it. No, I can understand that. I would say anybody listening to this has probably played Mario Brothers a bunch of times before. Buy it if you're interested in the novelty of having the arcade version, you know, on, on a portable, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think it's um, great that they're. I think it's great that they're doing this. They're doing this with Hamster. Hamster being the guys who did all the incredible ports of all the SNK games on there. 
So yeah. that's great. You know, I mean, yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. It's kind of like, oh, hey, you've been making all these awesome SNK ports that are, you know, selling. Why don't you do some fucking Nintendo Arcade stuff, you know? Right. One cool thing they do on there is you can upload your your scores to online. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you can do so that, that on uh, cool. SNK, too. Are you anywhere in the ranks? Are you, like, 700th? Or how many people are playing that? Oh, I don't know. I think I've maybe played it for a total of 30 minutes so far. So I haven't played it that much. I've been busy this week. But Sure. Well, we haven't, uh, yeah. we haven't really talked to you at all since you got your Switch. Like, uh, I, I mean, you bought a lot of games on there. Like, what are your favorite games? I know, uh, aside from, like, Zelda, but um, sure. did you get, like, Sonic Zelda Mania Zombies. or anything like that? Or I got Sonic Mania. I love Sonic Mania. I think I've done over 10 hours on that one. Have you have you finished I it? I haven't beat it yet. No, oh, I got okay. pretty far. I don't remember what, what's the last one I went to, like, the Hydro City or something like that. Last, uh, uh, I think it was last week, whenever I got my Switch back, I did actually like turn on Sonic Mania and I played through that fucking water level. I forgot to mention it on here, but did I told, you beat it? Yeah, I beat it, and I just I was kind of pissed that I didn't record it, you know, because I was like I should have fucking recorded that because I just like went straight through it. And I was like fuck, I should have like I don't know. Now that I have the HD set up and all that, I kind of want to record everything or just stream everything or whatever, you know, because I can do it through the Switch now. But but I was like, man, I should have recorded that. That was because I just went through without dying. I just was like boom boom and like beat the boss, and I was like, all right, that's done. I'm like, oh shit. Now you never have to play. Again. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I need to want to go back and get the Chaos Emeralds, I probably do. You but, do. But, you know, that game's great. I just, uh, speaking of that, I just heard that uh, my vinyl of the soundtrack of Sonic Mania just shipped, so hopefully I'll get nice. it. Hopefully I'll get it in a couple weeks. Those are like my first vinyl purchases with Streets of Rage 1 and 2 and Sonic Mania on vinyl. So, Data Discs like, just sent me an email saying that it's shipped, so I'll probably get it in two weeks because it's coming from Japan. But uh, so you got Sonic, you got Mario. Like, what else have you gotten on Switch that you like? As far as well, I got I got Mario Kart, which I obviously enjoy. Other than that, I've downloaded a couple of demos. I played a little bit of Octopath Traveler, not not quite as much as you guys did. Oh yeah, but uh, I just tried it out for a little bit. I don't have an opinion on that game. I just I think it looks beautiful. I haven't played enough to have an opinion on it. Yeah. That's an opinion. Um, that's an opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember. Yeah. You, I remember you told me that you like when we first started hanging out. I think you told me that you liked you liked the story aspect of RPGs, but you didn't like the battle system or whatever. Yeah, so, I'm not too big on like turn-based RPGs. Like I can remember playing them for the first time as a kid after having played Zelda, and I just didn't understand. You know, why can't I actually like do the moves? It felt sure. like playing a, a, a menu to me or something. Yeah, it's about strategy yeah. though, or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I get it now more. So I got I got to get more. I I, I got to go at it and try some of those old rpgs which right. we'll get to in the later half with the sure super nintendo classic yeah but uh octopath traveler is so, is so good i mean even not in really being into the control style or whatever it's just beautiful like it's just done so well like it looks so pretty the 3d h or hd 2d and all that yeah, it does look really cool hd 2d um, sounds like a robot from star wars hd 2d <laughs> yeah right <laughs> hd 2d d2 well that's cool i mean is it so the the, the most like the games you played of the most have been like a zelda and sonic mania i'm sure right definitely yeah those are the two top ones zelda i think i'm closing in at 170 hours now so damn which is insane because I, I just got it like what seven weeks ago or something it's really so addictive it's, it's how many hours are in that many weeks probably like total just a few more <laughs> yeah exactly well yeah. there's like 24 times 7 i don't know 100 and it's a percentage 180 like, like a significant percentage 282 that's gonna cool. be my musical about all of the zelda i've played <laughs> i've i've got at least 180 hours in zelda myself john so i feel you yes and yes we understand each other i mean it I was beat, over 
it was about se- like you know seven months worth of time, but just, most of that time I, was in the first like month. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. for yeah. sure. But it's a it, it's a super addictive game. Like once you start playing it, you'll be like, oh my god, I've been playing for six hours and I don't even remember why when I started yeah. or why I started or whatever. I think what, my longest streak, largely thanks to the uh, the switch stand that I got, was eleven hours. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, I mean, Twilight. Thank Prince. God for- Twilight Princess, I played for like 12 and a half hours when it came out, like straight on, on the Wii. So I know how it goes, man. <laughs> when you're able yeah, to just it. When you're able to actually, when you actually have that time and you don't have to work or any, and do anything else, you know, that's pretty great. Like when you can actually put that much into it, you know. I mean, I played five and a half hours Final Fantasy VI, and I thought that was pretty cool. But like, probably about like the fifth hour, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to take a break here, <laughs> you know. But that, was, does, that doesn't happen in Zelda. Yeah. Until the day is done, you're like, I'm going to sleep now. That's yeah, it. Take I your quit. switch to bed. That's right. Yeah, and then you keep playing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if Odyssey is anything like Zelda, it's going to be pretty addictive too. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm pumped for Odyssey. Odyssey is like a couple weeks away or three weeks away, something like that. Yeah, it's three really weeks. Close. That's insane. Should be by episode sixty four, I would say. No, I'm just kidding. Episode yeah, it'll be like ninety three, right? Ninety three or ninety four, probably. Yeah. Pro tip out there for anybody who's not reserved it yet: if you go to Target and you reserve it there, they'll give you a five dollar gift card when you actually buy that game. Yeah, they've been doing that for a minute because you could do the. I remember the same. You could do the same thing for fucking uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Which, speaking of which, that's coming out like the the month after Super Mario Odyssey. The mm. releases on the Switch are like so fucking insane. I can't believe it. And like we got DLC for Zelda coming up soon. Yeah, because I'm thinking about. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all these hours into Odyssey, but then I forget that like fucking Xenoblade Chronicles Two is coming Odyssey. out like right yes, after see. it. You know, Odyssey. and I'm like, fuck. Yes, see Odyssey. Yes, see. Yep. <laughs> yes, see. Yeah, that's that the worst song, the worst rhyme ever right there that you're saying. Berries into my berries into my brain. Yeah, and you're like, why did they do that dumb rhyme? Uh so what did what did you spend money on this week, Jeremy? Well, other than uh the SNES classic and golf story, which we're going to talk about. Uh, the only other thing I bought was uh well I bought two things. I bought I had mentioned I think either last episode or the episode before that I got my uh Super Mario GameCube Dance Dance Revolution mat. Yeah, DDR. So I, so I bought the game on eBay, and I think I spent like five or six bucks on it. So but I've got the full package now. I have the case to it and everything because my mom still had the case at her house to the original game. I don't know where the original game went. but The Mario Mix, right? Yeah, so I have the Do full have the thing. Box? I have the, ma- the manual, the case, the game, and the pad. Do you yeah, have the, the box whole... that it came in? Because it came in a big box. I don't have the box. So yeah, I guess I'm missing the box still. I wish I still had that. I don't know what happened to it, but I wish I, I wish I still had my Mario mix box. Yeah, I don't have the box, but still, I got that. And then I also bought a uh, golf because I wanted to own the game that's already in my Switch on Virtual Console. But I bought golf in real life uh, at a game store in Danville called Vintage Villains. So it's just the original NES golf, and it came with the manual. So I thought that was cool. Oh yeah, and you. So now. Uh... You don't have to wait till July to play it on nope. the which you can but actually I was just really curious if uh, Awada would be mentioned in the manual, but I he's not. There's no names of anyone. Oh, you might have manual. to beat it or I don't know, or beat a or beat a course. I I remember that game being incredibly hard. Like uh I played it I, I played it for a minute and it's difficult. It's very difficult. I remember actually playing it I think I played it on Animal Crossing more than anything. Was I, I had it's it kinda on there. Cool. There's a there's a memo in here of the first game that was played someone hand wrote it says uh, 831 oh, nice. 89. They, they put their score down on it or Yeah. So that's kind of cool. You can't really see it, but 
It says eight thirty one eighty nine. And uh, other than that, it says that Nintendo of America was based at Redmond, Washington, which I think they're in Seattle now. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. It's cool for sure. Did they ever name the guy on the cover of the golf game? Oh yeah, no, that he was un- he was unofficially Mario, but he wasn't unofficially Mario. Mario. But he didn't look yeah. like Mario. <laughs> well, because then they made well, this, they made does. the sequel to that that had Mario in there. You know, it looks like Mario. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Mario. Yeah, I know it does. But you know, there's there's the sequ- there was another one of that for NES that had like all the characters in it, and they right, had, NES, they had all the, which, which I almost bought today, but it was ten dollars, and I decided to buy this one instead. Oh, the other golf game. Yeah, but it was there. I'm probably gonna go back and buy it eventually but yeah that came out in like 1990 or 1991 it was kind of a late nes release yeah because i got it uh well i got it on virtual console for the wii just because i'd never seen it before and it's essentially the same game except it has the mascot characters in there like in a big way like they're actually they actually look like they do you know they got the crazy giant heads and all that but it's the same like courses and everything yeah it's pretty much the same game except it has a there's the full course layout mm. it's kind of cool that's in the manual for sure yeah cool little relic so I, I i have it twice now i just can't get to the switch version yet well you gotta wait can you still can you get to it like because i i thought i read that if you didn't up if you updated it all you can't get to it but do you think we'll be able to like next july like july of 2018 that's the hope if the world is still here or if our like, country's still here if we were locked out of it i hope nintendo will reverse that because the company hasn't officially confirmed it it's just been proven to be true but uh, I don't think they meant for people to know about it yet. So, so say what gonna... exactly is the trick to release golf? Like you have to use the Joy-Con and make the direct motion. Yeah, as yeah. you're looking at the menu. That... I guess you just move them forward. It. You like put them by your head and move them forward or whatever. Yeah, that's all I know. Uh, it's whatever motion Iwata does at the beginning of this, the the uh, directs. Yeah, where you just. But it'll, but it will only work on July 11th, which is the day that he died but uh one thing i've heard in like a lot of other journalism is like he wasn't reported to have died until a couple of days later so like i don't know that makes it even a little more obscure that it would be the exact day he died you know not when it was reported by the media so they probably didn't really mean for people to figure it out so quick but uh i hope they don't lock us out completely i hope that we can play this game on july 11th yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe that everybody knows about it now. They'll just be like, hey, or it'll be in a direct or be like, hey, you can do it now. And I don't you know, think it would be like, a, I don't think it would be classy to do it before July 11th of next year, though, right? Like, well, we know about it, but it's not available until Yeah, July but they 11th. should do, but they should do like they normally do. What I like what they do about directs, you know, where it's like, hey, uh, this is available right now. Try it. You know, like where they do that, where like, here's this game and it's out. But they could do that and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, take this, take your Joy-Cons, do this. Now you have it for today only. That'd be really cool. Like if they did a direct cool. on that day, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, here's a little thing about how Iwata's yeah. uh, watching over the system still or something. I know. And I think it would be really like awesome if they affirmed that theory which is still kind of a theory that people are positing but anyway i bought it today i didn't spend very much I which think, theory like I said six or seven bucks and uh and uh i'm gonna try it out on the nes and tell you how i feel about it after i play it uh, you said you've <laughs> played it it's pretty 
I think wasn't it on Animal Crossing? No, I'm saying that's how I, I, I played it on Animal Crossing on GameCube. Was like pretty much the only time. So I I've probably it. already played it before. Isn't yeah. it also on WarioWare as like a? Uh, it's just like a mini probably. game. But. Yeah, I think it's on there where you just play like one spot of it, like one small part. But it's yeah. easier on WarioWare. But I played, yeah, I played the actual game on Animal Crossing because I think that was the game that I got when I started when I started my Animal Crossing file. Because you know they on the GameCube one they give you free games when you start it. And I think that was the game I got was golf. Yep. So that's what I played. <laughs> so, so yeah, because I never. By, by no yeah. means is this the first time I've probably ever played this, but it's still kind of cool to hold it in my hands and just be like, yeah, yeah. And they had a lot well, of these; an, they're it, not rare at all. It's an NES remix, also. If you, if you played that at all on the Wii U, it's on there. It's on the first one. Yeah. So, so Jeremy, yeah. how close are you get to getting all the black box games? Oh, I'm not even close. I mean, I haven't even started actually trying to get all the black box games. I mean, what are all the black box games? Like Balloon Fight, Metroid. Metroid's a black box, right? Or is it not? I think it's a gray box. <laughs> what? Are, oh, you mean what does the black box mean? Like just the. Like, the first like generation the cartridges? of games to come out. So, like, the tennis game. I think there was a soccer game. Yeah. I thought the Metroid was Yeah, just, the, just like the launch games, essentially, right? Yeah, I thought Metroid yeah. was in there, too, because it did come out pretty early. I don't know. It came out in 86 or 87. Because Metroid didn't come out until the uh, Famicom Disk System came out in Japan, because it was... Oh, yeah, yeah, true. It was 80... Yeah, I think it was 86, because uh, wasn't there, like, a big anniversary last year? It was, like, the anniversary was around the same time of, like... Zelda yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. They use, and uh, Kid Icarus used the same engine. I think they used the same yeah. engines. No, no, it did. Is that all Is that all you got then for the week, purchase-wise? That's all I bought, yeah. I mean, uh, those three games. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, do you want to talk... Do you wanna, Let's talk about like releases real quick for this week, and then we'll jump to uh, the topic. I know we, we've been, we got kind of long-winded on this. There isn't a whole lot of new stuff that happened this week, is there? I mean, like aside from like little stuff... Like there's a weird, there's like a weird uh, Splatoon two uh, Splatfest thing in Europe about like toilet paper. I guess that. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, about the different Whether sides it's of the toilet over paper. the top or the, beh- the yeah. behind part. Yeah, I thought that was like an American one, but it's, it's Europe. And uh, there's a weird. Uh, apparently, there's an adult film. There's there's a film company who made a who made like a VR porno featuring uh, Twintel. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. Yeah, I just there's not much to read. It's just like uh, yeah, um, and it was an in- sh- inevitable sort of thing. That yeah, I don't know if this is true, but I saw another thing saying that uh, there was a um, patent dropped or something like that for the uh, N64 controller like picture. Like I no, I don't. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I saw that, but I don't know if it's necessarily uh, reliable or not. But it's regardless, I, I saw it. I saw it online. Like about how that controller was expiring. No, like this. Uh, this image, like some, like that they found this online. It's like a new. Uh, it's just like people talking about it being a 64 mini, which John. Which, if it's going to happen, we'll know in the next like seven months. <laughs> yeah, right, for right. sure, right. I don't know if it would work as well as the SNES Mini or the NES Mini, but and at the same time, if they make an N64 Mini, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Nintendo, what the fuck, man? Where's my fucking Game Boy Mini at? Like, really? That's really, yeah. That's something that they I, should really do. They probably won't. Or where's but they really the goddamn should. Virtual Boy Mini? <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be hilarious. But but, <laughs> that'd but be the only way they can make it more uncomfortable is if they you have to hunch over and it's only like. And it's tiny. Four inches wide. You can use one eye on it. Yeah, your eye can only well, see two. It would so make the no most 3D. sense that it would be like a smartphone app, that, and it would just come with a visor you'd wear or something. Yeah, Let's but say. I'd really like it if it was an actual like little tiny virtual boy that just fit right over your eyeballs. 
Maybe this was all red and black. There should be two tiny virtual boys, and it's just glasses that you put on, and there's one on each of your eyes, and it's somehow 3D. And you can just think about it, and you don't actually have to play it. Yeah. So let's talk about the releases for this week real quick. Well, the release of this week. Fucking Stardew Valley comes out tomorrow. That's pretty big yeah. deal. And I, and I wish... Uh, you're not going to hear it until after the fact, but I'm going to do a Twitch play of Stardew Valley tomorrow. So, you know, whenever you hear this... You'll wish that you saw it, but you can probably find it on their archive or whatever, so you can see it later. Because I'll do it edit, before edit, I edit this. All the cool stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I, but I'm gonna start doing Twitch stuff every Thursday and Sunday now. Thursday will be new, will be new uh, Switch stuff, and Sunday will be retro stuff. So check that out. I haven't figured out a time yet, but probably around like two or three. That's probably when I'm gonna do it. But since it's October, I'm gonna do a bunch of horror movie stuff. I'm gonna try to play through all of Castlevania Four this Sunday on there, and then I'm probably gonna do like Killer Seven and Eternal Darkness. Yes, Eternal Darkness. Nice. Eternal yeah. Darkness, Sanity's yeah. Requiem. Yeah, I'll do like Killer Seven and Eternal Darkness and Doom sixty four, and I'll probably do like the Resident Evil remake too. But yeah, I'll, I was thinking about doing a bunch of those on Sunday. So stay tuned. It's a Twitch is the same as everything. It's Nintendo main podcast as well, so you can find it on there. But uh, yeah, so fucking Stardew Valley comes out tomorrow. Earth Atlantis comes out i don't know oh no that's the one uh that's the uh black and white one it was all hand drawn that we saw on the uh nintendo direct that comes out tomorrow for 15 axiom verge comes out again if you had a wii u you, you played it yeah. now it's i haven't a, played all the way through it but i have yeah, it i have it i didn't play all the way through it the soundtrack's awesome i did buy the soundtrack on itunes it looks really nice ninja ninja showdown which kind of looks like a sort of a smash brothery type game that's coming out uh tumblestone Volgar, Oxenfree, <laughs> they're all coming out. Do you know what the SNK game of the week is? By chance, I didn't look it up. I don't. But I will. I mean, I, I heard that there's still like, I mean, this is that's probably only like five that's on the eShop that I looked at, but I heard there's still like 16 games coming out tomorrow. Now that the Switch is crazy, there's all this, uh, this crazy shit on there. Well, right. Like last week was pretty insane how many games were were released yeah 18 but, games uh, in one week and speaking of those 18 games apparently nobody's playing fifa or nobody got fifa did you see oh, that shit. metal metal slug x oh metal slug 10 or x that's pretty awesome right yeah no metal slug's good, good yeah yeah according to thumbsticks which uh, which is what i normally look at for these releases it has a uh, metal slug x axiom verge lovers in a dangerous space time which i think is already out ninja showdown stardew valley lego ninjago movie video game which i think is already out tower of babel tumblestone volgar the viking yeah those are all stuff we looked at volgar the viking is also coming out for wii u so people have wii u's and didn't get switches yet you can still play it 3ds uh cold Decept revolt i remember that being a thing oh fucking uh, mario and luigi superstar saga comes out this on friday too yeah so we got that layton's mystery journey the Catriel, which is his yeah. daughter right yeah that one comes out too symphony of eternity as well so there's still some shit coming out i didn't even know that yeah mario and luigi with all the switch love it might kind of drown in there don't forget about october 19th what is october 19th switch spelunker party comes out oh yeah yeah we talked about that the the one where yeah. you fall but don't fall apparently uh speaking of like uh nintendo 3ds stuff i read an interview with uh, yoshio sakamoto from uh metroid samus returns saying that they were not going to do any more remakes of any of the 2d metroids after this i mean what's left 
Well, I mean, after that would be Fusion. like Fusion or Super Metroid. But also, like what he oh, said. Oh, right, Super Metroid. Also what They'll never said, remake Super Metroid. I mean, also what he said kind of looked like that maybe they weren't going to do any Metroids again. That maybe they were unsatisfied by the sales. I hope that people actually bought it. I know everybody's in Switch mode now, but I don't know. It, it seemed kind of the way he, it seemed sort of like we're going to wait a little bit longer. I don't know. I figured that the sales were okay. It seemed like a lot of people got it and played it. I still haven't beaten it yet, but I'm still kind of chugging away at it, just not as much as I had been. I got distracted by Switch stuff and all that. But uh, Maybe he might have been signaling that we might do new 2D Metroids. Well, that's what I'd like. I mean, that's what I'd like yeah. to see is more is new 2D I would love Metroids. That. That'd be the... I, I'd like Imagine to see a it. 2D Metroid built from the ground up for Switch. Mm, Sequel to Fusion. Sequel to Fusion, man. That's what they should do. Uh, Anyway, do do you guys want to take a break and we'll get into the topic? Sure thing. All right, cool. Be right back. So, we all lucked out again and got SNES Classics. I got one, and uh, I didn't really go looking for it at all. Uh, we, uh, Jess and I, we pre-ordered it. We pre-ordered it under her name, and uh, she had taken the car to work, so she just went back and picked it up on the way home. So I just kind of, because I stayed up, I stay up way too late recording this podcast every Thursday. So I stayed up, uh, I stayed up till like five in the morning. And after that, I was kind of like, I don't want to wait in line. Because I went and saw Target. I went by Target at like midnight, and there were already seven people out there. And I figured it's like, well, if I come by at like 7.30, it's probably going to be like 20. But So I stayed at home, and I woke up to her bringing, and being like, hey, I got the SNES Classic. Oh, So it was pretty sweet. awesome. Well, I mean, I paid her for it. I, I paid for it. But but we put it under her. Because uh, she started an account for when we pre-ordered the Switch and all that stuff. So it was easier to do that way. But yeah, it's uh, it, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I had some trouble with my uh, live stream thing. But eventually i did star fox 2 and all that stuff but yeah uh, tell me about your experiences for uh with uh, standing in line because i know both of you got like three of them i know john went to all sorts of different places and yes, st- did. and you also started lining up super early too right super early yeah i guess i'll go first um so uh thursday night first of all i'll say that when they went when the pre-orders went live right i've been waiting for the pre-orders to go up i've been refreshing the pages checking 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 doing all the stock trackers everything wouldn't you know it that the moment that the pre-orders went up, I was on a plane. With, yeah. Like all yeah. all my services turned off, obviously. So I get off yeah. the plane, look at my phone, and all of a sudden pre-orders not only went live but sold out. Like, oh come on! Oh yeah, it already I happened and was passed, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. So yeah, Thursday night I went to. Uh, I, I needed to get three because I wanted to get one for myself. I wanted to get one for uh, my niece and nephew, and I wanted to get one. For uh, my my friend, you know, I told her that I was going to go wait in line and everything at work, and I said just kind of off the cuff, you know, if I can get a third one, I'll get one for you, right? So yeah. uh, I went to this area, and um, I, you know, I live in LA. There's there, there's a spot in West Hollywood that has a Target 
GameStop and Best Buy all on the same block. I said, that's the place I got to go. That's my only chance, right? So uh, I get they're to all Target. next to each other. What's that? No, just saying they're all next to each other, right? So they're all right next good. to each other. Yeah, yeah. Within, within one block. And so I went to Target Thursday night at 8 p.m. I got there. And I was the first one in line, and I realized, yeah, I'm going to be here a long time. I don't want to sit on the ground. I do this <laughs> enough, I'm going to go buy a chair. So I went inside, and I bought, bought a chair. I came back outside five minutes later, and I was number two. Uh. Somebody, <laughs> somebody had got there in the five minutes that I was in the store. One, of these, right. one of these days you'll be number one, because weren't you still number two for the uh, for the Wii? Cause I, I, I was, because I, I was there with our friend uh, Jesse and, and my friend Mike. And Jesse happened to get there first. So Yeah. All right, so I was number two for that one. Because I remember you guys camped out for days. days, and you're like, you're like, I want to be first, and then you ended up not being first. But you got a Wii, so it doesn't matter. In the end, it really doesn't matter through. if you get if you get what you're waiting for. That's how I feel. I don't care what yeah. number I'm in, as long yeah. as I get whatever I'm waiting to get. You know, then that's then it's a success. Yeah, and it was all right because um, uh, me and the guy the guy who who was first in line and uh, the guy who was third in line, we all ended up talking because we were there by ourselves for a couple hours and got to be friends and everything, and you know. It got to be pretty cool to wait in line for 12 hours with people who were actually interested in getting the game for the purpose of playing it, not just for reselling it. Right? Oh, sure. Well, get, yeah, getting so, the system and all that. Right, right. So 8 o'clock got there, 12-hour wait. Target opened at 8 a.m. the next day. Um, I slept for about an hour over the course of the night. Um, but I'll say that by midnight, we knew it was going to be a lot of people because there was already 30 people in line by midnight. Oh, yeah. And by the time... the Door opened at eight o'clock. It was about a hundred between 125, 150. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, that's like yeah. L- I, I figure that L.A. maybe a lot of, a lot more people are lining up there, right? Because I and mean, keep I, in mind that's just for the Target. That's there just were for that Target. Up at yeah. the Best Buy too. Wow. Uh, nobody lined up at GameStop really, just because we knew they would get next to nothing. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, Target. The rumor was going around they had 200 in stock. Best Buy, the rumor was 300. And oh. somebody said GameStop would probably get about 25. 100. So, 2,500, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, they're going to get 2,500 yeah. uh, the, the most. Yeah, no. I don't think in so. the country. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of. Well, I mean, at my NES Classic thing. The, the Target that I went to got 75, and that was the most that any place ever got that I heard of. Because. Toys R Us got four, you know. It's like whatever. Oh yeah, but yeah. but uh, yeah. but yeah. No, that's uh, no. I heard that the the supply was a lot bigger this time around. They said the supply was the size of the entire run of the NES Classic in one day. Okay, so Nintendo so, like kind of learned their lesson, you know. Seemed like they learned the lesson. Yeah, yeah. They packaged well, it with so, two controllers. The the cables are longer, you know that stuff. Right, right, right. I think they've worked it out. But so anyway, I was um, waiting in line for twelve hours. And uh, the story was that Best Buy was going to hand out tickets at 7 o'clock. So I was kind of regretting getting in line at Target. So Target opened at 8, Best Buy and GameStop opened at 10. But then somebody came around and said, Best Buy's handing out tickets at 7. So we're like all debating, what do we do? Do we ditch being in the front of the line and go get the ticket at 7? Yeah. Because uh, we, were, we were all gunning, gunning for multiples for various reasons right and then try to come and, back uh, or something or what try to run back and forth we were we were like trying to gauge that the mood of the line to be like hey guys it would be cool if some of us like go there we switch and like yeah. anyway <laughs> we decided ultimately stay in we're, line we're at the front of the line we're just gonna stay and that would be my decision like stay here man figure it out yeah later. yeah yeah so we're, we're, we're glad that we did 
because it sounds like that was the plan at Best Buy. Nationally, they were going to roll out tickets at 7 a.m. But this store, I think because the Target was so close by, uh, decided to open it to, to pass out the tickets at 8 a.m. to avoid any kind of chaos. Sure. You know, hundreds of people running between the stores. Yeah. So anyway, we stayed in line. Um, we all got our first ones no problem. Uh, the store opened at 8 o'clock, and I was debating, do I then do, would it be better for me to run to Best Buy or to get into the back of the line at Target and uh, circle around to get number two? Um, well, I was told by the store employee, the employee there, um, no matter what, I couldn't get to, even if I circled back around. Oh, so, yeah. All right, cool. I, I booked it to Best Buy. Thanks, employee. Well, I got in line at Best Buy and got, a, uh, got the ticket pretty much no problem. So, cool, I got two, all right? So then I'm running over to GameStop to try and get number three when all of a sudden I get a text from Amazon. So now rewind back to the NES Classic, right? You remember in April they released they released the last last batch of NES Classics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right? Well, last batch for that, yeah. right? Treasure, treasure trucks. The treasure trucks, right? Yeah. Really? So well, I got I got the text from from Trey that day saying, "Oh, the treasure truck has uh, NES Classics. Cool, sign up." But I woke up too late, right? And I missed it. But regardless, I decided I'm going to sign up because Super NES is coming out, and chances are they might have it. Well, oh wow, yeah. So then, eight sixteen on Friday morning, I get the text from Amazon Treasure Truck, which I had I was really not thinking about thinking about it at all, right? Um, and it says we got Super NES Classics, buy them now. Cool. So I'm like, remember, I'm running between Best Buy and GameStop, and I'm debating: do I continue walking to get in line at the GameStop, or do I stop in my tracks right here and buy the thing on Amazon? And you had, these things go fast, right? And you had I decided two, to stop yeah. walking and just go on my phone, buy it, boom, got it. And you, you and also, yeah. and like, well, you also had the two SNES Classics that you were carrying with you, right? At the same time I, while you're running around. I had the one system and I had the paper, the ticket for the, oh, the Best okay. Buy one. Yeah, yeah. The Best Buy still hadn't opened, right? So, boom, I got the thing on the on the treasure truck. Then I run to get in line at the GameStop. I'm number 14 in line. And I'm telling uh, my two friends that I just met that night, guys, get on treasure truck. Get on treasure truck. My one get friend, on he gets truck. on treasure truck. And he got it. And then the guy in line behind me gets on treasure truck. And he didn't get it. So my friend... I'm pretty sure my friend next to me just got the last one. By 8.30, they were sold out. I got the text at 8.16. 8.30, they were sold out. Oh, geez. How do you how, yeah. how, how do you go about getting on Treasure Truck? Like, how does this work? Do you just... So you go on... Um, I forget the exact spot on the menu. First of all, it's only available in certain cities. It's like 20 cities. Oh, okay. Uh, Chicago is one of them, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I heard about... Like I said, I told you about it because I heard that a bunch of people had got them. Like, I saw yeah. on Facebook that people from the NVC had got them, and friends that I, people I actually knew sure. got them, too. You know, like, got them sure. from the treasure truck, and I'm like, fuck, are they just selling them? Like, I didn't understand the way it worked. The way it works is... Basically, what you're signing up for is you, you already have an Amazon account, right? So basically, yeah. what you're signing up for is uh, text notifications, and right. so they'll notify you, "Hey, guys, we got this special product, uh, you know, NES Classic or Super NES or whatever, and buy it right now." There's a limited number. Uh, come pick it right, up. Then come pick it up between twelve and eight. Oh, okay. That's it. So you don't buy it like when you're there. It's not like a food truck where you can just walk up and buy a Super Nintendo. That's kind of what I was hoping it was whenever it's I like a, about it. It's was a you local just, pickup. Was it, they right. would just be like, here's the last one we have. If you can get to the truck, you can get it. And I was like, well, that's cool. But that's not what they did. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I thought at first, too. Yeah, but uh, that's not 
how it is. You have to buy it online right so away. So it's like Amazon Prime, but in reverse. It's like yeah. you pay for it now, and then you get it whenever you want because you have to right. get really, it. Really, what it is, it's a it's a location based marketing thing for them. It's smart. It is. It is smart. Well, they'll they'll put. Uh, in, in my case, it was at this uh, shopping center here called the Grove, which is a really really big shopping center. Uh, they have like a, a patio where the truck was parked uh, right in the center next to like the gap in the Nike store and the Apple store and everything. So everybody's looking around like, Ooh, what is that? What is that? And, oh, it's the Amazon treasure. Big advertising thing for them. But all the people who got in line, they'd already bought theirs earlier that morning. Right. So, so yeah. it wasn't like you could impulse buy from the truck. You can't impulse buy from the truck. No, no, no. Well, so I, I bought it online and then I was waiting in line at GameStop to get trying for a number four. Uh, but, uh, they had, Unfortunately, only had five. They didn't have twenty-five. They only had five systems. Now it's number fourteen. So, oh, and it's not the GameStop. They only got five. Jeez. They only had five. Yep. How did how does that feel being GameStop when the two stores next to you have two hundred and three hundred? But yeah, you're that so, just you're that little island no pirate ever visits. Right, right. So then I jumped in line at Best Buy to go actually pick up the system that I'd got with my ticket. And then I ran over to the Grove and picked up my third one. And yeah, that was that was a pretty good day. And then I told my coworker, because remember, it was like, when I said I'd get it for her, it was like a total long shot. I didn't even really think I was going to get it. Oh, yeah. It's like if but I, I surprised happen to get her, an extra one. got on yeah. Messenger and, hey, guess what? I got you one. So I gave it to her yesterday. One, two, three. That's all I got my three SNES classics. Nice. That's a pretty epic story there. That's an yes, awesome story, I, man. And then I came home and I slept for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I, I did all that I needed to do, and now I'm done. That's right. Yeah. That's it. You're like I'm a, four hours for every SNES. Right. <laughs> you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out now. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I did with N- with NES Classic the first time. Like I woke, I like got up early and got it, and I'm like oh, I'm gonna go back to bed because I didn't have to work until later. So it's like cool. I got it. I tried it for a minute, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep now. So what oh, is yeah. what is your story, Jeremy? And how you got it? Well, like John, I also got three, but it didn't involve as much legwork, unfortunately. Um, well, when they originally went on pre-order on Best Buy, I guess this would have been in August. It had to have been like mid-August because they said it would be... Was it August or September? I can't... Yeah, it had to be August uh, when they said the pre-orders would go live. I just happened to be awake late at night when they went live on Best Buy. It was like one something in the morning. Yeah, you you And I, I ordered one with my debit card, and then I was like, I'll just try again. And I ordered one with a separate credit card that I had. But I did one to ship to my house and one to do in-store pickup. And that worked. I got two from that. Yeah, you got one early, too. You got one on Thursday. Which I was super jealous of that. Yeah, Yours yeah. Got my sh- Best Buy one showed up uh, Thursday, a day ahead, and so I got to play it Thursday. And unfortunately, I don't have HD capture, but that's okay because I have my own eyes that captured my experience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're they're HD, but anyway, yeah, I, I played it, but uh, I was just like, um, I didn't know for sure that my second one where I got to pick it up in store, like they said, this order isn't complete until we send you the second email. So I kind of ne- didn't know for sure it was for real until that Friday when it said it was ready for pickup. So I went and picked that up. Well, I picked that up the next day, but Previously, I went to that same Walmart where I got my first NES Classic that I I think I mentioned last episode. I was going to go to that same Walmart in Urbana. So I went to that same Walmart. Yeah, the midnight one. The one that you can get at midnight because it's 24 hours. Right. Yeah, so I, I got off of work about 11.15. I drove home, which is like a 10-minute drive. Uh, changed so I wasn't all grubby or whatever. And uh, I got back in my car and I like drove to the Walmart. 
and uh, got there at about 10 till midnight. No, it had to have been about 20 till midnight. So it was about 1140. So I, I went in and uh, there were these people walking in front of me and they were walking kind of slow. And I'm like, I just got to like get past these people. So I like cut through the women's clothing section and <laughs> to get to the electronics quicker. <laughs> Trying to cut and I got around. to the yeah. line and, the, and somebody in the line yells to me, because I saw a line like in the back of the store. Well, last year when I went, they had six NES classics and there was three people in line in front of me and up two other people showed up behind me. Nobody got a double. Six people got the NES classic. Well, this time around, they had said there were 26 SNES classics. So I get in a line and like I said, someone yells at me, you're number 26. I'm like, what? He's like, you're the last one. I'm like, what? And <laughs> wow. turns out they got 26 NES classics, SNES classics. And the people that I like cut around in the store before that I just told you about, they got in line behind me. So I was like, man, yeah. I cut through like that clothing oh, section. It, it, was, <laughs> it was them. So the electro. So the ladies' department did help you, or the ladies' clothes, whatever. It did. So you cut it through, did. did. I help cut you through out. Walmart like a boss, like Metal Gear Solid style. Yeah. But uh, well, I didn't have a box. But anyway, so while I'm waiting <laughs> in line, I'm like, talking to people, and then the line starts moving. That same guy that helped me out last year that was selling the NES Classic, he's still running that department late at night, and he's like, you know, you're number 26, whatever. So he had like acknowledged me and talked to me, and uh, I get a call on my phone, and it's the cops and they're like hey we need you to come out here uh, your car's been involved in a fender bender and at that point the line was already moving it was after midnight and everybody was going through and i i was supposedly the last person that got an snes classic so i'm actually saying to the cop which probably sounded dumb to the cop but i'm like hey can i just like buy this really quick and then come out there and he's like <laughs> mr mikowski you need to come out to the parking lot <laughs> It'd be like, oh, but, that's the worst. But officer, and I'm like, do you understand? I was like, yeah, like I'll be, the importance I was like, here. I was like, yes, sir. I'll be right out there. No, I was like, yes, sir. I'll be right out there. So I uh, went to the front of the line, and I'm getting like the stink eye as I do this. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> and I walked are, all the way to the front of the line, doing? which they're in the yeah. back of the Walmart at the layaway section, yeah. is where they were selling them. And uh, I, I go to the front, and luckily that guy's running the register. That same guy, and I'm like, I was like, hey man, I know this is kind of weird, but I was number 26 in line. Remember, like. You, you told me, yeah. but I have to go out there because uh, my car got hit. And he's like, oh, yeah, they just paged me. They need you outside right away. I was like, so can you hold that for me? He's like, yeah, that's fine. And then but the guy next to him the whole time was like, we can't guarantee that you're going to get to keep that. He was like, no, we'll have it for you. So I went out to the parking lot and it, indeed my car had been hit by someone. And my car's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm just going through the basic insurance stuff but what they it? chose to call the cops and file the claim weird so so did they like instead of just like leaving the information on my window like yeah. people do sometimes they oh sure chose to call the cops right then yeah did they like back into you or run you? like what happened like you were parked and somebody ran into your car right is basically what happened yeah i was parked and they like pulled into the parking spot and like basically like hit my door and my mirror and stuff oh they like sideswiped it sort of yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was just like a whatever. I mean, the parking it, spots are... a random thing. I was going to say, parking spots are probably pretty big there in Champaign. Like, it's... I don't know. I don't I don't see much of people hitting people's sides of their cars, but I don't know. I guess that, that's... Oh, no. Just in case, for insurance purposes, though, maybe we shouldn't mention anything other than my car got hit. Oh, sure. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm sure they don't <laughs> listen to our podcast, but they should. Um. No, I'm just saying, just in case a claim's filed, because there is like an active claim going right now about it. Oh, okay. But still, that's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. that, that's like a, I mean, you that should... That totally happened, so I had to go out and I had to talk to the police, and, you know, that was fine, and everything was dandy. But I went back inside and, uh, you know, beeline back to the uh, the electronics department where the desk was they were selling them. And, you know, everyone had left at that point. And I was like, hey, I'm here. Well, first off, I ran to the desk. No one was there. And then, you know, that same guy recognized me, and he's like, yeah, come over here. We'll ring you up. And they're like, yeah, this guy came up right after you and was like, I know you have another one back there. I know that someone left and that you were holding it for them. And he was like <laughs> cussing them out and stuff. Oh, I thought he was going to be like, I give you like, I give you an extra 20 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever. I don't know. Some people get desperate. They thought he'd be but, yeah, that, extra But money. that's the story they told me basically was that the guy behind me was really mad that I got to leave and come back and get it. And, uh. All you had to do was get your car hit. But oh. I did. I did. I came back in and they, they cops had it were for involved. Me. They rang it up for me and it was fine. And They're, then the third one was that I just went to Best Buy and picked up my one I did for store pre-order. So you you had already gotten the one in the mail from Best Buy right before this thing with the cops and all that. Right. Yeah, I'd gotten the one on Thursday night. Yeah. So what? So was that the one that you ultimately kept out of the three of them? Like that's your one that you play at home. Is it the one you got on Thursday? Yeah. 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 Because I was gonna say you should, it should be the one that you got like from that story because that one has the best story. You know that should be the Super Nintendo right. classic that you play is the one that you got from Walmart because then you can always remember about how somebody hit your car and you weren't even there and you had to come out and talk about it and then come back in. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be the one that I would want to keep <laughs> if I had the an active thing going on. But yeah, it's a thing that actually happened, so it's pretty funny. But I actually gave my uh, parents the one of the ones I had purchased because I bought it for them. As oh, okay. a gift today, so you know, I'm down to two. Okay. Okay. So you gave them the one, well, or whichever. Did you give them the one that you got from Walmart? Then I did give them that one. All right. Cool. So they so they got the special one. What's your other one for? Just kind of like uh, waiting to see if uh, a family member wants it, or in case it breaks, you got a backup or something. I don't know, man. Like it's got a uh, Best Buy sticker on it with my name on it, so. It's like kind of ruined the box. You can pull it off. Uh, we the steam it or something. Same thing. Uh, well, we had the same thing, and Jess just pulled it right off. Like she totally got it off. It's no, actually it looks like it's like gonna ruin the. I don't know if you can see it, but it's it's paper. it's up there. My boxes. They should know better by here. now with all these collectible things. Like who would be so stupid as to put a sticker like that on there? You can actually you can pull it off on that one. It's more difficult on the on the uh, amiibo, but but yeah, just like totally pulled it off it's uh, back there and you can't even see the sticker but yeah it is really dumb like they should not do that they should stop doing it but they don't seem to be stopping in any way of doing that but uh what when you guys got your snes classics home was the first game you played probably star, star fox. fox right Stay yeah. all at once star fox right? star fox me too yeah yeah well i mean i told you i was having trouble with that streaming thing because i really wanted to stream star fox too and I actually had to call. I had to, I had to fucking call. Um, what other fuck they're called? I called. I called the Elgato people. Like I actually called them on the phone about it because I could not get it to stream. And I tried like everything, wow. and it kept like saying that there was a keyword wrong or something. So I called like the the one eight hundred help group thing, and they took me through it, and it finally started working. So I'm like, thank God. So I was finally able to stream Star Fox Thanks, Two. Thanks, Elgato. Yeah. <laughs> I was finally able to stream it at like four instead of two, unfortunately. But I, I, I was able to like I made I made it through the game in like thirty minutes. Like I was actually kind of surprised like that it was over so quickly. Star Fox Two, but 
What do you guys think? What do you guys think of Star Fox 2 now that you've actually played it? I like it so far. I, was I haven't pr- beat it yet. I was pretty amazed that... I mean, I was amazed that like we have a Super Nintendo game coming out now. Like, yeah. 20... And an official NES, or official Nintendo game. Well, uh, 21 years after when it was supposed to come out. Because if you play the game, it says 96 on it. It when does. You, when you start... Yeah, it looked... I was wondering if I was going to say 2017 on it, but they said 96. That, that would be hilarious if it did. I kind of wish it would. But, yeah. yeah, it's basically... It's weird because it's like... Uh, actually... When you were telling me about the Walmart thing, it actually kind of reminded me of Star Fox 2. Because in Star Fox 2, you know, you like go into a planet or you go into a ship, and shit is still happening like in the space while you're in the planet. So it's like the same sort of thing where you're like, I'm fighting this fucking dude, and it like sends you a message that's like, your your fucking ship is getting attacked right now. You have to go outside and go deal with this missile and then come back and beat this guy. That's, That's totally like what they do in the game. And I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, it's just like Star Fox 2. You totally did it at Walmart. <laughs> you know? Which <laughs> it was like that. It was like I had to leave the I had to leave the battle, go defend the planet, which was my Which was your car, yeah. Blazer. Yeah. <laughs> well it'd been a, it, yeah, you have to be like, Oh my god, it's like twenty percent damage. <laughs> I need sir, to... sir, the shields have been breached. <laughs> you need to take care of it before you head back Galact- into the Galactic fight whatever. police are here investigating a claim. Yeah. From a passing cruiser. <laughs> the guy at the counter, he was like slippy. He was like, I'll hold him off back here. You go take care outside. <laughs> yeah. Right. The cop was like, luckily this was a private planet, so no citations will be issued. Yeah, nobody would tell anything. But yeah, no, it totally reminded me of that fucking game when you were telling me that story. But yeah, Star Fox 2 is like so bizarre because there's like so much shit in it that's from Star Fox 64. Like fucking Star Wolf is in there, except there's like a weird fourth member. I can't remember his name. Because there's Pigma and there's Wolf and then there's... That's like a lizard, right? No, the lizard is the right guy, but there's another guy in there that is not in the 64 one. There's a different guy. Yeah, because Leon is the lizard. So there's Leon, Pigma, and Wolf. But then there's a fourth guy in there i think it's the panther it's either the panther or uh or um andros's nephew that was in the 64 one but there's a dude he's like a monkey or something in the super nintendo one and i don't think he made it into the 64 one but it's crazy like yeah you can like turn into the like on the ones that one one part that blew me away was did you get to like there's like a planet that's like all water have you gotten to that one yet i didn't get very far and you like uh you know, you hit the, there's like switches that you land on with the little walker thing and you land on the two switches and then it opens the door and it says the door is like under what you can see. So you have to turn into the fucking chicken walker thing and you go through the water, like all the way down to the bottom. And that's where the, like, where the area is where you have to go in and beat the boss. And that like shit kind of blew me away. Like even now I was like, holy fuck, that's awesome. Like I had to like turn into a chicken walker thing and go into the water and go all the way down to the bottom of the water. Like I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, you guys should, cool. I got to try that now. You guys should play it for I'll longer. I'll be a chicken I mean, walker at some point. Yeah. Besides that one time I was. Well, you know, the little thing, it it's very mu- it's a lot reminiscent of Star Fox Zero, you know? There's, like, even coins right, that well, you that can collect and stuff like that in there. This. Yeah, well, I mean, Star Fox was based on this, but playing the Star Fox 2, I'm like, man, I wish Star Fox Zero would have done it better, because there's a lot of really cool ideas in this, you know? And I, I know they were trying to kind of pull some of them into Star Fox Zero, but ultimately it just didn't really work, you know, unfortunately. I mean, I'll probably play Star Fox 2 more than I play Star Fox Zero, I think, you know? It's like, I don't know. It's. I mean, how are you going to capture Wii U gameplay? Seriously. 
Well, I mean, I can catch you just the TV, <laughs> not the pad. Well, exactly. I mean, in Star Fox Zero, you can hit a button and switch it from one to the other. So you could have both in there, you know, ultimately. But Yeah, you could do it. But I mean, my, I but I was going to do, but I, the idea was like I was going to do an hour long, like live playthrough and I beat it about halfway through and I'm like, oh shit, well, let's try some more. But thankfully there's like two other levels that you, there's so like a hard So it's that easy? You beat it in a half hour? Yeah, on the regular mode. But there's two other modes. There's two other oh, difficulties. Okay. It's it's a lot like Star Fox difficult. 1, you know, where there's like level 1, 2, and 3. So on yeah. the first, just on the regular, regular normal mode, I beat it. And basically you have to, all you need to do is you go to the different planets and you stop them from shooting the ship. And then you go to the different big ships and you destroy those ships. And then you go to Venom and then... You beat that and you're done. It's like the original Star Fox you could beat in 30 minutes, too, if you were good enough at it, you know? I mean, those games were never really something that took a long time to beat. It was more about finding the different pathways and all that. It's true. But I like it I a lot. You beat 64 in like an hour. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, 64 didn't have a didn't have a save at all. You could not. Right. Well, I mean, Star Fox One, you couldn't save. Star Fox 64, you couldn't either. You I could mean, be you could be the first Star Fox in under 20 minutes if you use the black hole. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the original one, you could beat pretty quickly too. Like uh, back when I was more seasoned, like I tried to, I tried to play through Star Fox One. Like I did another live thing, and I, I kept getting fucked up on Venom. Like I could not beat that boss. Like I, because I, I, I kept like losing a wing or whatever. I, it sucked because I, because yeah. I used to be able to blow through, and this is like level one. Like I used to be able, be able to blow through level one all the way, and I just, I couldn't do it. I was feeling the same way as you. Were you playing wireless or wired in? I was wired in. Oh, okay. I was playing. I played wired in too. I was playing wired in, wired in because I had not found the because um, you have to like update your wireless things to to work can with the you? Super Nintendo Classic. Can you Classic. do that? I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, you can do it. You have to go to the Eight Bit Doe website and uh, click. So on... I can upgrade my uh, wireless receiver. I already have. Yeah, you had, you have to plug it into your computer and get a new firmware and update it with a new firmware and it'll work. Oh, okay, cool. Because I brought it to work tonight to get it to work to to bring it in there, and uh, it just it I was kind of nervous for. A minute because i couldn't figure out how to do it but you just go to the website and you have to like click on the thing on on the you know on the receiver and then you go to what's it called the uh what do you call it the upgrade thing fuck i just i just firmware Firmware. yeah then you click on firmware and then you'll find it there it's like one Mm -hmm. point it's like 1.07 and i think the one that you have is 1.05 oh okay and it'll just change it whatever is stock yeah, because as as a right, because I've you, never I've never upgraded the receiver. I've only upgraded the uh, actual controller. So you have to upgrade the receiver itself. Yeah, you have to upgrade the receiver, not the controller, because Which it does have a micro USB on it, so it can charge. It does, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't need to charge the receivers because they're always plugged into the system. But it, if you plug it in, it basically reads. It reads it like it's the NES Classic. So if you plug it directly in without updating it, the only thing that works is the A and B. So you don't have Y or X or L and R. That's like that's why you have to update it. Right. That's what I learned. Yeah. And I didn't know there was a way to fix that. That's what I learned too because I was I think I texted you guys and I'm like oh it works great and then I was like oh wait no it doesn't because <laughs> I was just playing Final Fantasy with it but then I'm like oh wait no I can't I can't go to the I'm like oh fuck now I, I tried can't, I can't go to the menu I tried playing Star Fox with it first so I knew it was not working because. <laughs> All I could do was shoot Nova bombs and break. Sure. Well, I mean, I was, I, I like basically got to a save point and I'm like, oh shit, no wait, I can't bring up my menu, so I can't save. So it's obviously not working. But yeah, no, everything on those, everything like up to like a couple days ago, I played all wired. So that's, that's what I've been doing on there. But what, I mean, we all played Star Fox first. Like, what was the game you think you probably put the most hours into on this one? So far, I think I've put 
the most into Super Punch Out. Oh, really? I love yeah, I love the Punch Out games. How Very nice. and uh, how much do you Super think you Punch put into Out, it? I only had that uh, on the Wii. You know, I I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, I'm, I'm you know I'm familiar more more with all the regular Punch Out characters, so it's been fun for me to get used to uh, the Super Punch Out characters. Did you beat that stick motherfucker? The the old dude with the stick. Have you beaten him yet, or have you gotten to him? No, I've. I've only gotten to um, the martial arts guy. The f- first uh, one or the second one? Yeah, the, the guy, guy with the, the short hair, right? On the on the on the rope and kicks you in the face. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I something Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fuck! It should. I'm sorry, it hasn't come to me. Um, yeah, no. The farthest I could get is the third. I think set he's of, the second guy in the third. He's no. He's in the second. He's in the second set of guys. The the. He is? Yeah, uh, Dragon Chan is his name. That's the Dragon guy. Chan. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I know his name's going to come to me. No, Dragon Chan. He's the second one. He's after Bob Charlie, which I always thought sounded like "fuck Charlie" whenever he comes out. <laughs> like "fuck Charlie." Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, I pl- I played a lot of that game. Like my uh, my friend Curtis in high school. Like he once he got a sixty four. I think I mentioned this before. He sold all of his Super Nintendo games for like dirt cheap. So I bought mm-hmm. like Super Castlevania four off of him. I got like. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, which sucks, but I bought it for cheap. Uh, I bought it's like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it for. Uh, I, I bought Super, um, and I bought Super Punch Out also. But he's selling them all for like five dollars, so I got like Castlevania Four Super Punch Out. I really wanted Final Fantasy Two, but he ended up selling it to somebody else before me, which I was like, Ugh. but yeah, I got a bunch of got a bunch of games from him. But that was one that I played a lot of, and I remember having a really hard time with Dragon Chan the first time. But uh, you no, know, the farthest I ever got was that fucking stick dude, and he's at the end of the third set of, or is it the fourth? Or no, he's like at the beginning of the fourth because I can't. Because he's before a Rick and Nick Bruiser, and that's as far as far as I could ever get was that fucking old man stick dude, and he's the bane of my existence on that game, and I, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to eventually beat him someday, but I never made it through. I'm sure you made it through, right, Jeremy? You probably beat those, beat that shit. A super punch oh, out. on on Super Punch Out, yeah, yeah, I beat it. Like uh, I got to where I could beat the very last guy, and well, there's two, they're whatever, twins. Like, Eight or nine seconds, whatever it was. There's two of them. There's the Rick and Nick Bruiser, and I remember they like disable your hand. Yeah, but you figure out the exact pattern through trial and error. Or I probably had people telling me how to beat it. Yeah. Like I remember, I borrowed it from my friend. I was in junior high. I borrowed the game from him, and he told me a lot of the strategies that he had used to beat it. Yeah, because so. everybody has everybody has secrets where, like, if you hit him at the right time, you can beat him in a couple seconds. I I can still do it with Piston Hurricane. Like, I can take him down pretty quickly. Like, even on I this took, one. I took him down pretty quick, too. It's the body. You gotta hit him in the body. Well, even this one, I, I still beat him in, like, 10 seconds, I think. Like, even playing it this time around. Nice. It was, it was like 10 or 12 seconds. Like, it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, it was like nothing. Yeah, but no, it's totally like if you hit him in the body at the right time, you can, like, throw him down. Take him out right away. Yeah. That's an excellent fucking game, though. Like, I, I got I into it. Super Punch-Out before I got into regular Punch-Out, so, like, that was, like, my shit. You know, I played that a lot yeah. more than I played. I saw one the regular site did one. a list of. I think it was, I think it was IGN where they did a list of the absolute classic games and the must-play games, and then the games you can look over, games you can pass over. They put Super Punch Out in first games Super Nintendo you can Classic. Pass over. I don't think you can like, pass over any of the games in Super Nintendo Classic, except for maybe like Super Ghouls and Ghosts, just because it's really mean and hard. But I, I mean, would put I, I would put Kirby's dream course in the uh, past over yeah category. that's where i'm at too man uh Jer- yeah, jeremy I'm, parish like wrote a oh i watched uh jeremy parish's review on snes classic and he said that if you that if you uh he said that all the games are great on it and if you say kirby's dream course you're a terrible person 
<laughs> no, I know. I, I heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm saying like maybe I feel that way. Because it feels like something that that would be cool for like like Windows ninety five or I don't know Me- Mega Man X. I don't care that much about. It's a good game, but I, like I just Kirby, yeah. I like Kirby's Dream Course better than that. Yeah, I know you like oh, really? Kirby Superstar a lot. There's a lot of games that I like have not even played at all. Like I haven't played Mega Man X. I haven't played any of either of the Kirby games. I haven't played Super Cools and Ghosts. Like there's just I haven't played Super Metroid. I mean, I've played Super Metroid a million times, but I haven't played it on the Super NES Classic yet. I haven't played Earthbound, but I've played the game like five times all the way through. I will say for me, like the one I played the most is. Uh, Yoshi's Island so far. I've Oh, yeah. Like uh I'm pretty excited cuz this is the first time it's been re-released like in its true Officially, form. yeah. Cuz there was a Game Boy Advance port, but it fucked up a lot of stuff. Yeah, touch like fuzzy version. get dizzy was never the same. No, and just a lot of things about it were messed up and uh it did truly like it added some extra content, so that was cool. And I actually have it on my uh, Wii U on the Game Boy Advance Virtual Console. But yeah, me I too. was really happy to play the original version again. Oh and yeah, no, I don't know if it feels different, but the only one I played it on was the Game Boy Advance one. It I felt a little bit different to me just because yeah, you know, I went to go do the thing where you throw the egg, and on the Game Boy Advance you tapped the R button. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a different placement. But on Super Nintendo, you don't do that. You tap the, I think it's the Y button. It's oh, A. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. It's A. Well, the reason that it's different on the Game Boy Advance is because the Game Boy Advance only has four buttons. Yeah. And the Super Nintendo has right, six. Right. So they had to kind of relocate it because, like, B and A is basically tongue and jump. You know, so so you have to so you have to yeah, re- yeah. reroute the um, the egg shooting to like the one of the top buttons. Eleanor, I think I like it better on the on the right trigger. Yeah. Just feel better to me. Can you reroute them though? I, I know you can change because uh, I changed it to the hasty setting because I never really did that. I don't think you can change the actual where you hold it. For you eggs. know, hold it and let go like I did that. But I played through the first. I played through the first level of Yoshi's Island just because. I mean, I like the same sort of thing. You know, because it was never emulated correctly, like in the Virtual Console on Game Boy Advance. So. I wanted to see this version of it. I did the same thing. It was like Star Fox, Star Fox Two, Yoshi's Island. This was all stuff I wanted to play. I played Mario Mario World, Super Mario World, just because I love that game. I played it through the uh, played it through like the first played through the first level set and got like well no I got through the first two level sets on that one. So but uh, the one Good I probably playing. go for it. No, I was just gonna say the probably the one I played the most was Final Fantasy VI because. Or three, as it's called on there, but just because that's like one of my favorite RPGs of all time, and it's really fucking great to play it again. Like the game still looks fucking beautiful as shit. The story's still great. The characters are still great, and like, yeah, I just like played it for five and a half hours, like last Sunday, and I was like, wow, like this game still looks so good. Like, and it's just still so great. And especially coming off of like Octopath Traveler, which has a lot of influence from that game, you know, I was like really pumped to play it again. And it's fucking great. Like, that's probably the one I've played the most, I think. I just turned on the first 10 minutes of that one. I, I never played it before. I'm not an uh, RPG gamer. But I was struck first by how awesome. uh, cinematic yeah. the first 10 minutes felt. Yeah, when they have the when they're in the Magitek armor and they're walking over the like mode seven, yeah. like with all the snow coming down and all like the animation right. on the that is so good. Yeah, like whoa, the credits are at the beginning of the game. This oh yeah, they like, want like a movie. Thank God for save states. Well, they want to make it into a they want to make it into a fucking movie. That's what they wanted mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, yeah. I, say, I say thank God for save states because I've been through that so many times. And I play that game a lot through what. Um, through that beginning cinematic, that's it just drags on. Oh, but I love that! I love that beginning cinematic. Oh, it's great! 
But if you, you just want to start a new game, you're like, I don't want to watch that again. You just got to save, dude, save in the cave, man. Or did you save like... Save in uh, the cave. In the Narch cave. Or did you like uh, restart it before getting to the save spot so then you had to watch the beginning all over again? Well, what actually happened is my cat, <laughs> my cat unplugged my SNES and I had to start over again. Your cats are the worst, oh. man. <laughs> well, I was using a an old USB plug too that was kind of touchy so that's kind of my fault oh, okay because I didn't actually unpack any of the uh, plugs from the package I just took my console out and used the HDMI and shit I already had so uh yeah it's kind of my fault I didn't use a better plug but so I had to go back and do it again and it wasn't that big of a deal oh yeah well you can like go make a sandwich and then come back and it'll probably be done you know for that opening one <laughs> you just just take off so but look. I've been uh, going out of my way like I really love the uh the fact that you can do this re this rewind feature yeah what cool. what is that like I, a, I completely forgot it was in there and I never used it even though I should have since I played I haven't really used it but it intrigued me so I checked like checked it out just to see what it was like because you do it after you save state right well essentially what it is um it it has the same exact save state uh menu as the nes classic Mm -hmm. but with the rewind feature you can go to any save state and back up 30 seconds i think it's about 30 seconds to any point 30 seconds prior to that save state and like start from that point oh okay that's cool yeah so it like it makes every game like beatable no matter what like so if you you can probably beat anything with the save state okay so if you fucked up you like go and save it and then you back up thirty seconds and then you can yeah. try not to fuck up so you can use that as like a mechanic like as you're playing through and that okay I get it now so think about there's always twenty nine seconds before where you're actually playing right now in the game that you can go back to. Oh yeah, no. I so didn't, like, yeah, even didn't if you're playing Mario Golf think and about you it. just yeah. fucked up the fourth hole, you well, can come back. Yeah. Maybe you can go back to halfway through the third hole because that was 30 seconds ago. So uh, it's always recording you, essentially, which is kind of creepy too. But, it's like TiVo you know, it's or just, a DVR. It's just the way it is set up. So that's pretty cool. But I really like it, uh, and I made a point to play every game for up to 30 seconds, just so when I ran the demo mode, it'll you know. do the gameplay demo where it actually shows your 30 seconds of gameplay for each of your save states. And so I was starting to make a point to like only do save states when I beat a boss or when I like died in a really embarrassing way or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so you can look at it and laugh so at it. So then you can yeah. just, like, if you don't feel like playing your SNES Classic for a little while and you like want to fuck around on your phone or play your DS or something, you can keep it running and it'll show you like all your gameplay. And oh, sure. Cool. Yeah, I didn't think of that because I like I was just playing the game and oh, I was just playing around with the stuff when I got it, and I would like you know pause and go to the bathroom and come back and then save state. So like then when it does that demo, it just shows you paused. Like it, I feel like all it, it just kept showing that fucking uh, that snail monster from uh, Final Fantasy three because I yeah. paused during that battle. So I feel like all that demo thing ever did just showed that boss paused. It was like basically all I saw was just it all dark. And well, I'm that, like, that I don't was one see of my this, big so reasons. I, it off. I wanted to play every game and get a demo of each game, no matter what happened. Like in Super Goals and Ghosts, I die really fast. But it just added an extra like element to the randomosity. So that I could start to get better videos going in the games I'm actually yeah. playing. Yeah, I didn't so even think. I've been trying my best that. to only save state at cool portions, so that like uh, those videos are cool. Yeah, 
Sure. No, I was just kind of like just save stating at stuff. Like I played Super Castlevania until I got to the Dracula's Castle, and I was like, I'm kind of tired, so I'll like save state here. But I didn't think about doing all that other shit. But if uh, I, I turned that off, like I turned off the demo, the pre-save state demo, but if you unplug it, it turns it back on. So when I took it to work, it was showing like, you know, paused fucking uh, snail monster again on there. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, I want to see that. But yeah, it's uh, I, I haven't played every game and I didn't, I guess you were sort of thinking outside of the box on that, like doing all the 30 seconds and all that shit. It was like, a, it was yeah, like, I just was kind of, yeah, been reading about this a lot and kind of obsessing over it. So yeah, I was like, what can I do with the, the 30 second thing? So at this point I could like plug it in and just like get like a, it's like a screensaver. Yeah. If I just leave it right. Yeah. So you could like, but but it also keeps me in mind. Like if I haven't played, you know, if I haven't played F zero for a month and this is running and I remember the last time I played F zero, I got first place in that second course. I'm like, Oh shit. I should just play again and try to get first place in the third course. Sure. What were you going to say, John? I was going to say, you could like have your, your NES classic and your, your SNES classic with all your different uh, save states and whatever your uh, screensavers and just have it running. And if you'd set up some way to have it automatically switch between the two, I make was... that like a running thing in your living room. Oh, I was thinking I wish about. It, I wish it did that for NES, but it does. Oh, it doesn't do that on NES Classic. Oh. Well, it does. It does a demo thing, but it doesn't show. It doesn't show your your, your like gameplay. It just shows random gameplay. When you said that, I was thinking about some sort of like uh, arch villain thing. You know, where like the villains like have like millions of TVs that they will like watch at all times. It's like think yeah. like twenty years in the future when there's like Switch Two Classic. You can put them all on a different TV, and you have all your different demos, and you can just look at it, and they'll just all play different 30 seconds. You'll be like, yes, I know everything now. You just and lay you, back you, and you clasp put your on hands your, together. And you just sit there, easily. and you just stand there and, and just cackle at like the shit on the TVs. What? So you put on your compound eyeglasses like a fly. Oh, yeah. Or, or you just uh, you, you put on your uh, virtual console glasses that we were talking about earlier, like one for each eye. And you can see the 3D of the virtual con- of the virtual boy. I mean, virtual boy classic. The other game I've been playing a lot on there is Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, that's a good just game. Because yeah, I've uh, you know I I didn't really have many fighting games uh, growing up, just because I, I think by that point I was the only one who was really interested in video games in my family. Yeah. So uh, nobody to to play against regular regularly, right? You can you can um, get anybody to play Eternal Champions with you. <laughs> your yeah, I played Eternal Champions by myself mostly, <laughs> mostly. Yeah, well, I mean, well, so that or I set up the activator and I played uh, against myself, <laughs> uh, kicking my legs and using the controller. Yeah, well, but, I mean, uh, well, I kind of did that. I mean, I, I played a lot of fighting games, but I would just play the campaign mode or play like the regular arcade mode by myself. But I enjoyed doing that. You know, I did that with yeah, Mortal Kombat and all the other. Super Nintendo fighting games, but I like that. I like just playing through and seeing all the different endings. That's what I'm doing right now on the on the Street Fighter, and I've never been great at Street Fighter, so it's been fun to look up the moves and actually learn them. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Street Fighter Two Turbo is a great game, and it's nice to have on there. Like I bought a at that video game convention we went to. I bought the uh, Japanese version of it because I wanted to have that Street Fighter, and now I have it again, an SNES Classic version. But I do have the Famicom version of Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, or not Super Street Fighter, uh, regular Street Fighter Two Turbo. Super Famicom. Yeah, the Super Famicom version. But I played, yeah, it's just been, a lot of it's just, you know, it's been a nice, just nice to have it. It's like a relaxing thing. It's like, oh, like the other night, I'm like, I'm just going to play the first or Grand Prix of F-Zero. F-Zero yeah. being like one of my favorite games. And I'm like, I'm just going to play that You don't have to go dig out the cartridge. You just uh, fire it up. There it is. Yeah. 
Well, you were uh, you were telling me earlier the, about your uh, phobia of turn-based RPGs and all that. And yeah. uh, how have you been trying to remedy that with the SNES Classic? Well, the first one I'm going to start on is Super Mario RPG. Yeah, but you have um, played it, right? I, have I played it before? I've not played no. it before. No, no I mean now. Like, played. how much time have you put into it on your Super Nintendo Classic, like now? Oh, I've not put in... I've not put in that much time to my uh, SNES Classic at, at all, really. Maybe like four or five hours total. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so I I I got to get on it. But um, I'm looking forward to doing all of the RPGs, starting with Super Mario. That's that's a good starting point. Or well, actually, you should Secret of Mana might be a better one for you too, because Secret of Mana is more like Zelda. You know, yeah, you just that's have what to, I was figuring out. You just I have to wait. Ra- I played around with it a little bit. Yeah. And Secret of Mana has an amazing soundtrack too. If I could find that shit on record, I like I'd buy the fuck out of that. But I don't think I don't think it's on vinyl yet. But it should be. But um, I've never beat that game before. Secret of Mana. Honestly. Oh, I, I beat I beat Secret yeah. of Mana. It's I um, It's better with a. It's better better with a friend. It's easier because it's a two player. Well, three player even. Yeah, but we don't have right. a. But yeah. But we don't have an adapter for that. Not on this version. But I mean that beat. I was thinking about like as a transition because you like Zelda games. I know you right. you played a link to the past, right? I mean, that's right. on there. A lot of people consider that to be the best Zelda game of all time. I I mean, I would say Breath of the Wild is better, but yeah. Oh, uh, I I would nah, I don't know. <laughs> I would probably still put a link to the past better than Breath of the Wild, but I mean, people argue about that game anyway. It's on there. It's all. It's an awesome game. It's another like a lot of these games I've played multiple times in like virtual console versions, so I haven't like really jumped to them in this version. But you have that there, you can play it. But Secret Man is probably the closest thing to that. So if you're going from want to transition from Legend of Zelda to RPGs, I'd say go to Secret of Mana first, and then maybe get uh, that one a shot. Super Mario RPG after yeah. that, because Super Mario RPG... invested in the SNES Classic. I think I pretty much have to get into RPGs because I mean, there's like five of them on there. Well, there's That's a lot a good of percentage. Well, there's yeah, there's Earthbound, there's Final Fantasy, there's Secret of Mana, and uh, Mario and Super RPG, Mario RPG. And yeah, Zelda. there's four and Zelda. Yeah. There's five. So, that, I mean that that there is probably like what 200 hours, 300 hours maybe of the whole thing. Like that's probably where you're gonna get. Plus, most there's of the time. a mode in a Kirby Superstar where you do an RPG. Oh yeah, yeah, that's one of the that's bosses. True. Yeah, so five and one eighths. It's RPG. funny. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that part's really funny. Actually, I like that part, which I haven't played either of the Kirby's yet. I mean, I know, I know them, you know, and I know Superstar's awesome. I just haven't haven't gotten around to playing it yet. Kirby's, I'm just like, eh, I, I I can't get on board Kirby. I don't know. I'm you not, should play I'm, Super. You should really play Superstar perfect. though. You should you should really play Superstar because Kirby Superstar is really good. Like if you're not on board with Kirby, you will be after you play Superstar. Like that was kind of the one that turned me around too because I was okay. kind of like, oh, it's, it was. I played on Game Boy. It was kind of fun, you know. It's really easy. But Kirby Superstar has like so many different things to it, and you kind of unlock it as you play it. And it's it really gets harder and harder. Yeah, it's really fun. And there's there's like what like eight games on that or something like different yeah. things you unlock as you go through it. And that's kind of like the that's like the mental of new Kirby games now where like you play one thing and then you get another thing and then you get another thing like Robobot was like that like the last one they did I feel like all of them have built off of what was set from uh, Superstar and that you know and that so I'd say that would be the make or break game you gotta you gotta play Superstar just like just just jump into it because it's a lot of fun there's a lot of really cool crazy shit like Jeremy was talking about the part where there's a fucking turn based RBG out of nowhere and they make all these funny jokes about like when you level up and all this shit that you get extra points for or whatever 
It's hysterical. It's funny. It's super quirky, quirky and fun. And if I don't like it, then and like Kirby forever. <laughs> yeah, <Goodbye>, Kirby. <laughs> Fuck you, Kirby. No, like you know, like the part in like Smash Brothers where you did like the All Star Battle, and there's a like waterfall with like all that music, like all that shit is from fucking Kirby Superstar. Like I realized that playing it after I'd already played Smash Brothers Melee, you know, I was like, oh shit, because it's HAL Laboratory. It's the same fucking company, and I'm like, holy shit, oh, right, it's the same right. thing, you know. The waterfall level is from is from Superstar. Yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. The part where you know, you remember where you would like go through and you'd play all the all of the characters at once, and there's the middle part where right. there's the waterfall, and you get the hearts and all that. That's in yeah, Superstar. Yeah. Like there is. That part with music and all that, the same music on Superstar. Oh, and speaking of music, like, what do you think of the menu music? It's like the same thing as the NES Classic, except Super Nintendo. It's kind of it's kind of awesome. That's cool. They should keep up with that. Thing. Yeah. So like, so when they make the N sixty four Classic, they'll make it like not sound as good because it didn't have as great of a sound chip. <laughs> like, when they it's get rock. to that one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> lo fi MP three. Like I know. Uh... Perfect Dark had MP3, I think, in its sound file. I just remember, I just remember noticing a big difference between. I think Perfect Dark had its own MP3 player built in because I think, yeah, maybe, maybe I I'm mean, wrong. But I mean, there was some sort of audio compression that was fairly. I mean, Perfect, contemporary I mean, Perfect Dark has Perfect a sick Dark. soundtrack. Uh, GoldenEye does too. They have great soundtracks. I just. I mean, I Super Nintendo the music was so fucking good, and like uh, I just going from one to the other, I was like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't quite I there. Was, I was playing F Zero, and I kept like getting flashbacks to your gameplay videos. <laughs> I fucking love F like the F Zero soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. So that's uh, well, actually, that was. I think, I think you've used it a lot in our podcast too, because as I kept playing it, I was like. Hmm. Oh, I probably have. Yeah, this is bringing back memory of something about a, another game that doesn't make sense to me. I might have. Uh, well, I mean, I've I've listened to that soundtrack a bunch of times. Actually, that was Jess's idea for that intro. She's like, "It sounds like that F Zero song." I was like, "Oh, I'll try it." And I was like, "Oh, look, it fit." You know. But uh, is there anything? Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with the SNES Classic? I mean, we could go for hours on this, but do you want to like do a golf story thing real quick <laughs> and then? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then call it an episode. I'm, I might want to say, how about games that are missing from the Super Nintendo Classics? I think there's a couple. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, there's, there's a lot that's we, missing. How about we each get three? Okay. Cause, I mean, that's we, fair enough. Because we, we did a whole episode about that when it was first uh, announced. Oh, but, you did it <laughs> No, it's okay. fine. No, but we haven't heard your side of it. Um, I'll, I'll, let's say, okay, three. Um, I'm not going to get like super in-depth with it here. Okay, number one, Chrono Trigger. You have to say there that. That's yeah. missed. I mean, if I didn't say that, I feel like I'd be an idiot. Um, number two for me that I really, really wanted to be on there was uh, fucking Act Razor. Like, that's what I really wanted. Yeah. I kind of hoped it would have been in there. And three, you know, fi- fucking Final Fight. Like, the game that I thought was going to be on there but wasn't. Yeah. But not Final Fight 1. Put Final Fight 3 in there. That's that's Final how Fight I feel. 3. Final Fight 3 is the best Final Fight. That should be in there. In my, If I was controlling it, that's what I put in there. I mean... I could keep going, like like we didn't mention it, but the uh, there's a there's a bigger variety of games on NES Classic. I think like there's no sports games on here. Yep. There's nope. no like puzzle games on here. Like NES Classic has Doctor Mario. Tetris nope. Attack would be another one that I would say should really be on there. That's like my favorite puzzle game of all time. Yeah, that would have been one of my three. Yeah, 
And well, I mean, and and, and like you could have put like fucking Super Tecmo Bowl on there, like or like Gradius Three. Like I wish that there would have yeah. been because Gradius is an awesome game. It was on S on, on NES Classic, but there's a sequel to that on Super Nintendo. Like why can't that one be on there too? And it was on Virtual Console or like right, fucking. Right. Sim City, you know, like all these, I don't know. There was, there's a lot of games that I was hoping that the games that made it onto the virtual console for the Wii and, and like Wii U would make it to the Super Nintendo Classic, but I guess they toned it down or cut it down for whatever reason. But for whatever reason, that's yeah. my rant. But what well, is I, uh, I, for one, am happy that Yoshi's Island is on here. Well, yeah, I'm happy with form. I'm happy with, with what's I'm on really there. I'm really happy that uh, Star Fox 2 is on here. Like, yeah, that's, you know, like. You've played more than I have, but like you know, it's not a perfect game. It's definitely a product of its time. But it's great though. Like I think it's that's good. so fucking cool that it's an official Nintendo release of Star oh, sure. Fox Two. No, I'm not trying to. Which I'm... we just talked about at one point. You know, where oh, yeah. like Star Fox Two, that'll never happen, and here it is, Nintendo yeah. release Star Fox. Yeah, 2. we did. We did four Star Fox episodes. That's how ridiculous we are. We did four. <laughs> we did four Star Fox episodes in, in anticipation of uh, Star Fox Zero. And never in a goddamn second would we have thought there was a physical <laughs> release of Star Fox Two. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I'm not knocking. I mean, I love I love my Super Nintendo Classic. Like Super Nintendo is my shit. Like I'm pretty sure that I've already put like way more hours than I am ever ever going to put into NES Classic because the NES was not. I mean, I had it when I was a kid, but it wasn't. It wasn't the system that like did it for me. Like the Super Nintendo was when it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is like well, my the, favorite the thing to do. The beauty of the SNES, you know? a lot of it was like NES times like twelve or whatever. You know, like same sort of like you know upgraded graphics, but the same sort of layout of things, but just much bigger. Well, it was so the also games are like, bigger and prettier. Right, right. And, yeah. Well, it was also where like I under- started to understand like RPGs and like puzzle games and and fighters and like this was where everything like clicked for me was Super Nintendo. Me so too, man. That yeah, was yeah. like when it was like okay, I get it because NES was like oh a lot of this shit's too hard or like I don't get it or you know it was like I didn't really it wasn't as it wasn't like when I got Super Nintendo I was like okay I, I understand it now you know this like it was able to get. I mean, those are like my favorite types of games, and I feel like a lot of people are kind of trying to reach that now, even like in the indie world or whatever, trying to get back to the Super right. Nintendo stuff. But uh, also, what, that was kind of like you know, that was the first uh, you know generation. All the franchises were started on NES, and you know, it's um, kind of hard to think right now. But like when you know, Legend of Zelda came out, right? And then we had Legend of Zelda two. It was still like. Is this really going to be a series? Is this going to keep going on forever? But then we got to the Super Nintendo, and they started putting out these sequels to all these yeah. games that you loved, you know, four or five years ago, and they all look this much better. It was like confirmation: okay, this is going to keep going and going. Uh, well, I so, mean, yeah, where things started on on NES, you know, the the it really became franchises by the Super NES. Yeah, well, I mean, A Link to the Past, like that was my first Zelda game. That was the yeah. first Zelda game I ever played. Really, I mean, I mean, I saw like Zelda one and two, but I wasn't really into it. Like, I I mostly just played like shitty games on NES. Like, I mostly played like licensed games, like Terminator, I played Zelda and Batman, and stuff like that. You know, but I mean, I didn't really get into those games. I honestly didn't really like Mario either. I thought it was way too hard on NES. So when I bought a Super mm. Nintendo, I bought one without Mario because I was like, "Fuck Mario, it's too hard." But then Mario. <laughs> But then I played Super Mario World 
Because my dad got a van that had two Super Nintendos in it with two Super Mario Worlds. And then I started playing it, and I was like, holy shit, this game is awesome. And then I kind of like... two Super Nintendos in it. Yeah, he bought a van that had two TVs with two Super Nintendos in it. You've never told this story before. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I never told you about that? I played no, through... No, you've never told this before. I played through so most what, like of... like two kids would each have their own TV and their own Super Nintendo? No, my dad. No, my dad got a van, and this was like, uh, well, this was like towards the end of Super Nintendo. It was like when I was graduating high school, so it was in like '98. So I think the '64 was already out. No, no, maybe it was before that, because I played through most of Final Fantasy three or a good chunk of Final Fantasy three in that van because uh, he drove me from Illinois to Florida in the van, and I played Final Fantasy three like in the van with my friend Caleb was there. We, it was like our sort of senior trip or whatever, and I played, and most of the time I played on the TV there. And I got it from I got Final Fantasy three for my birthday, and we drove to Florida, and like it, whenever they turned the car off, the TVs would turn off and the Super Nintendos would turn off. So he'd always like ask me if I'd saved yet before he turned the car <laughs> off, and I'd be like, yeah, give me a second, and then I say, be like, okay, and then he turns it off, and then because you'd like lose everything. But yeah, no, it was cool. They had like headphones and all that shit, and we like play. Uh, <laughs> we play with the with the TVs in the in the van. Yeah, they had two TVs. There's like one in the middle and one Hell in the yeah, back, man. and two Super Nintendos. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, but I played. I, I think I played through probably like the first twelve hours. Probably no, maybe like the first twenty hours of Final Fantasy three. I played in that fucking van <laughs> when I got it for my birthday, and then I went down to Florida. So it was a mobile tile for you. It was, yeah. It was mobile before uh, <laughs> when all that was out was the Game Boy regular then. But it was cool, man. I mean, I, I, that game fucking blew me away. Like, that was the first, that was the beginning of my love for Japanese RPGs that I was just like, holy fuck, this game is amazing. I remember thinking it looked kind of like evil. I remember thinking that, like, because I was, like, really in a youth group and stuff. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy? Yeah, Final Fantasy 3 looked kind of like <laughs> the the Moogle with, like, the oh, I got a, cross or whatever. Oh, I got a looked, funny story about that, sort of too. Like, dark yeah speaking of darkness no because uh, uh, i because my uh my brother-in-law my sister's husband like uh he was big into rpgs too like he used to play a lot of D when he was a kid and like when him and my sister first started dating we'd play a lot of super nintendo together and he's like he was like hey man you should get an rpg like rpgs are super cool and he bought a uh, breath of the wild or no not breath of the wild Breath of Fire, <laughs> he got that game. Because yeah. I was like, hey, man, you should try this Final Fantasy game. And it had, like, a Moogle on the front of it. And he's like, oh, no, that looks cute. That looks dumb. I'm going to get this one because it has a big knight on it. It looks more whatever. And I'm like, okay. So he got Breath of Fire. We played that for a bit. And then I got Final Fantasy later. And I was like, dude, Final Fantasy is so cool. You got to get it. So he got it after me. And we kind of were playing at the same time. So we'd talk about the different shit that we were playing. And uh, I got to, like, I got to fucking Kefka, like, at the end of the game. And you know the game is two player sort of like you can where you could where some of you you can con- you can control some of the characters and he helped me get beat Kefka because he was doing all the moves he was doing all the like uh, Street Fighter type moves that you could do for Sabin on that or Sabin how you nice. pronounce his name but uh, we were playing this like and my sister was watching it and she was like she was like what is this she's like are you worshiping Satan because like because uh, they play all that they play all that accordion music like at the end of Final Fantasy VI and my sister thought it was some sort of weird satanic ritual or something that weird she was all weirded out by it because it was like because you know it looks like a stained glass painting like pretty much when you're fighting like the different parts of kefka and it kind of like exactly like she what you were saying like she thought it felt evil like she thought it was some sort of weird like satanic game and i'm like no it's just uh it's just final fantasy but yeah she was super weirded out by the kefka fight i will say before i ever knew what a moogle was and i saw it on the final fantasy 3 us like uh art I thought like it was a demon. I thought Moogle was like some kind of demon. It was, Even though a, it was a cute, cute, cute demon. Yeah. 
It was a yeah, really and, I, and I'm really I don't think I'm that far off. It was a really weird cover. Like the cover of the game was just that Moogle. It was like all black and it said Final Fantasy three and it was just the fucking Moogle like standing there like on a sword or whatever. Right, kinda just... doing like a yeah, kind of a lean Yeah, it was such a strange the, the font's kinda lean yeah. on a sword or something. It was such a strange picture to have like on the front of your game because it didn't really it didn't really explain like what the game was at all. It's just like here's a fucking weird ass Moogle. Which I guess you do meet them pretty quickly in the game but still it's like yeah i don't know so what are you guys's games that you didn't weren't on there <laughs> i totally got on a rant with uh final fantasy and all that but and my dad's van but you know <laughs> <laughs> well, that was no i enjoyed hearing about that man yeah uh i would add i was gonna say chrono chrono trigger as well yeah and like like i said I've, I've, i'm not an rpg guy but i know enough to know that that's one of the big ones yeah and it's a shame that it's not on there and uh the other two that i would add our Earthworm Jim, yeah, uh, just because I I love that game. The game has so much personality. Oh yeah, no, I think the Super Nintendo version was better than the Genesis version. Yeah, um, that that's the game. I, either one or two, I'd take either one of those. Yeah, and then well, the other two... one I'd put on there is NBA Jam. Yeah, like, that one, that one's hard because the license. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I understand, I understand, you know, the licensing and everything, and you know, I'm there with you, John. Yeah, no NBA one Jam. wouldn't sign off and having their image on. Uh, some Nintendo game, but, uh, yeah, no, um, that's got that's got to be on there. They, they had to have made that happen. Yeah, I mean that yeah. would be. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I would totally in in a perfect world where there was like no copyrights or anything like that. I would definitely say right. NBA Jam, and I was Earthworm Jim Two is the one you want on there because I think that's the, the best one out of the snot backpack. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the cows. <laughs> And the talking cows and the fucking where you like save the puppies with the mar- giant marshmallow and all that. That, that so game great. is that game yeah. is oozing with personality, and it has a great it has a great uh, soundtrack, which I have ordered on vinyl and hopefully it'll get here at some point. But uh, what um do you have a any to add to it, Jeremy? You just want to jump to golf story? Well, no, I'll say uh, you already mentioned Tetris Attack, which yeah. I would have said. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a great game. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, I really wish Sim City would have been on here. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. I, I don't know to... that goes kind of along with your uh, act razor, but um, I also really wish that uh, Pilot Wings was on here. Why the fuck's Pilot Wings not on this? Yeah, game? I was really surprised that it wasn't because it was on every Virtual Console thing ever. Was Pilot Wings, and, and it was definitely a launch game, so it, I kind of feel like it had a spot. Like it also kind of proved like the merits of the SNES's uh, 3D X, like 3D. Yeah, quote unquote hardware. Yeah, mode seven, my favorite. So I have a theory as to why there's only 21 games on there as opposed to 30. I think they're trying to set the expectations for the N64 because oh, um, they're only going to have like 10 or something. Well, I think I think they would probably have about the same, about 20 N64 so, games because uh, you know those games are would I imagine would be a lot more work to emulate and make sure it's running right and everything and yeah. Uh, as far as the cost of the N64 Classic, you know, you would have not just the added work put into the emulation, but the, the hardware of the different controllers and whatever. So I think they want to settle on like an 80 to to $100 price point. And I think they put 21 games on there to basically set expectations for the future systems. Oh, sure. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it, and I was, speaking of Pilot Wings, like if they make an N64 Classic and Pilot Wings 64 is not on it, I'm going to be really upset because that game Me too. is awesome. Like Pilot Wings 1 is 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 good in its own right, but Pilot Wings 64 is yeah. fucking great. Is like my favorite 
hands down, of the two of them. It's so good if it's not on there. And it never made it to Virtual Console, much like Yoshi's Island not making it and Star Fox not making it. Mm-hmm. It really, it really you know, should be. You know what would make be... more upset Pretty is true. if they made the N64 Classic and it launched with Super Mario 64, Pilot Wing 64, Cruising USA, and that's it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like they should do it like how it originally started, and it's just Pilot Wings and Mario, and that's uh, that's how you get because oh, they were like it. the because yep. that was the only two first releases, right? Oh, I thought it, I thought it was three. I thought it was no cruising was later. Me. I think we maybe that came out like a month later. Yeah, or we something. did we did an episode about that. We actually did an episode about the N sixty four releases, and it was only two. I, it was only like. It was only Pilot Wings and Mario sixty four were the only were the fir- were the two releases, but we expanded it to be within that first year because then you had like Shadows of the Empire and Cruising and all that other stuff that came out. Because yeah, it only released with with two games from the beginning. <laughs> but the cool thing about Pilot Wing, like I love Pilot Wing sixty four, but the only reason that I got Pilot Pilot Wing sixty four was because every game was sold out when I got my sixty four for Christmas, and I got that one because that was the only one I could find. You know, when I went to go buy games after Christmas, you know. So that's, if they weren't, because I wanted, like, Shadows of the Empire, but nobody had that. So right. I got Pilot Wing 64 because it's the only game I could find. And I ended up being very happy that I did because I ended up loving the game. But, you know. You know, most of our episode was about Super Nintendo Classic, but there was also another game that came out, which I did some plays of. Well, I did one play of on the internet, but there's this little game called Golf Story, and uh, Jeremy and I both picked it up, but John hasn't gotten it yet, but let's try to convince him to get it right now. Yeah, why should I be interested in Golf Story? Go. So obviously we already like it if we're convincing him to get it. No, well, yeah, we're trying to convince him to get it. Well... It's, so do you like, uh, I mean, did you like Mario Golf? Like, when was the, did you play any of the 64 or the GameCube one or anything like that? On um, the 64, uh, I'd say I played it most in the 64. Okay. Um, played a little bit on the GameCube. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I wasn't uh, as taken with it as, as a lot of people. But oh, okay. I liked it. I, I mean, uh, I guess what you could say about Golf Story is pretty much what I said to you is, like, if you have any, like, interest or any sort of positive thoughts of golf games at all mm-hmm. you'll probably love it yeah like if you okay. like if you like like mario golf in any way you'll probably enjoy the shit out of golf story because it basically takes that that uh mechanic of those and it plays the exact same way as like game mario golf would you know where you hit a for power you hit a for how straight you hit the ball and right. it take and it just takes that and runs with it and makes this game where you can do all this what i love about it is just all the weird shit that you do in it like yeah. there's like that guy that's like there's a dude who's like, I make up my own golf courses, 
we're going to play through all these other courses and we'll end up on this green way over here. Like, yep. you know, and, and you can drop a ball at any time and there's switches that you can hit. There's little like rainbow holes that you can knock it into that you'll get like extra points for. There's like balloons in the water that you can pop. There's a part where there's a lady had lost her son in the water and she's afraid he's going to get eaten by alligators and you have to hit him with the ball to get him out of the water, you know, like. Yeah, it's, that part was weird. It's ridiculous. It's like, uh, yeah. It looks like my son might have a head injury. Uh, he's fine. So, so yeah. are, are all the problems and solutions related to golf? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. No, Either I mean, golf or a variant thereof. So far, I've encountered uh, golf, mini golf, and um, disc golf. And disc golf. Yeah, no, there's disc golf, too, which that's kind of crazy. Yeah, because you, like, control it in the air, which is <laughs> weird, which has this whole other, like, these are psychic beings type thing, like, the or the guys, they're doing, like, uh, the, tele, yeah, you know, the telekinetic all ability and all that. It's like uh, you have to set the power for your release but then after it releases then you guide it you gain yeah. control of it and you like yeah you guide it like a ufo yeah <laughs> yeah um, that's kind of the best way i could describe it it's kind of like you're like got this ufo going over the pasture and you're controlling it yeah i've already put so it, like it's fun i've already put like five hours into it i think it's a lot of fun it's it, it's also like really cool relaxing stuff like uh i kind of like to do it to like sort of like um calm me down i guess when i'm about to go to bed and i want to play a little bit of games like i play golf oh, yeah. play golf story in bed like it'll kind of like chill you out you know because it's like so mellow you know it's not really like oh hey you gotta do this thing and this thing because i was like playing samus returns in bed and that would just kind of agitate me for the most part right. and then i'd be and I'd be like, oh, I'm all, like, fumed in this game, and I'm just going to turn it off and go to bed. But golf is, like, the soundtrack is, like, super subtle, and it's all, like, guitars and strings. It's, like, it's got some cool, like, horn stuff, I like. Well, it's very much but like subtle horns, but it's very super smooth. You know, it's like yeah. it's like, hey, you know, you're like you're like taking a you're like in a bathtub and you're playing this game, and it's like, hey, this is making you feel. No, I'm great, right you there know? with you. Yeah. Man. This is this super soothing. Like, uh, yeah, good for like any kind of anxiety. Like, yeah. I'll play like other games and then I'll like in the night on Golf Story and oh yeah, it totally um, brings just you like down. I, but like just in like a good I played way. through all the Mario Golf's uh, Advanced Tours cups last week. I kind of did that in like a frenzy just because yeah. I wanted to like do it once I started doing it. But this time around with Golf Story, I'm just like kind of taking my time and like having a good time and like trying to get all the like every I'd say at least one out of every two characters in a level have a challenge that you have to. Play. Oh yeah, yeah. For so there's sure. a lot of stuff you can do to gain experience, and uh, a lot of times there's like fetch quests and stuff. It's but, very. Uh, I feel like it's kind of it's pretty linear though. Like, it's super linear. Yeah, for sure. But it's funny that like what I think is funny about it is like your character for whatever reason gets shit on constantly. <laughs> like like you want the coach dude to train you, and he's like, no, fuck you, I don't like you. But he's like all of his people that he's training suck. <laughs> like they're all terrible oh and he says like really mean things to you he's not like oh no he does like, Fuck you. he's like you have the kind of chip shot that suggests you could never play golf professionally yeah like he's like really like, oh cuts no to the bone. yeah he totally cuts to cuts <laughs> under you but like but like the people that he does train like the girl who like hits the ball in the water all the time he's like yes that's a great stroke and it's like no and there's that one guy that only does simulation golf which is just pretty much him hitting a golf ball at a picture of a green, and some dude stands next to it and says where it went. Like, that's, well, that was the, like, that's ridiculous. the son of the guy that developed the software. Yeah, 
but it's hilarious. Like he's like, it's not software. It's just a poster of a golf course, and he hits it. To, he hits it to the left every time, and he's like, oh no, it curved back and it landed on the green. It's like what? <laughs> like this is not even. Yeah. A, it's it's hilarious. Like it's super quirky, and it's like two guys, and they're Australian because I I knew it was foreign in some way because some of it's. Like, oh, it's an Australian game. Yeah, and apparently they've been working on it for a while. It was originally going to be a Wii U game, and then they switched it oh, over. Gosh. And they've been working on it for like a year, maybe two years, and uh, they kind of just like you know announced it, and they're like, "All right, we're almost done." So yeah, we're going to announce it now. But uh, there's like weird terms in it, like when we were talking about Lucky, I forgot about like how he says "sucked in" whenever he steals. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I don't even understand what that means. And uh, in the last one, you said Lucky was a crime lord, but he's actually no, just a shitty. He's like the slum lord of the golf course that you play at. That's pretty much. Well, what I, he is. I know that now. Yeah, that's what I got from the first. Oh, sure. Minute well, he's just like he's a dirt beat. He's like, uh, I own this golf course, but I'm not going to pay any money into it to fix it at all. It's pretty yeah. much what I get from that. But yeah, no, like the characters like have a ton of personality. Like it's funny. Like it's it's written really well. Even though it is like kind of glitchy, I've, I've had that sucks. Like I, I've had it freeze no less than five times. Yeah, it's froze on oh, me wow. a bunch of times. What? Well, the other night it froze on me like three times within like under an hour, and I was like, and I texted Jeremy, and I was like, "Are you having trouble with this game?" And he's like, "Yeah." And our and our game changed, our game froze at the same time. We both froze when we went to the disc golf area for the first time, like the bigger version of it. Yep. How much does the game cost? It's fifteen bucks, so it's not. It's not expensive in any means, and I think it's totally worth it. Like it's there's it a also lot lets to you uh, like you can back out. Like well, there was one time where I had to actually turn the game off. Oh yeah, no, sucks. I did too. I but but it does but it saves like every time you go to a different spot. So like I didn't have to replay anything. In the disc golf section, I actually end up learning it was the uh, the guy in the middle that had you guided around in a circle. Like you had to do your like the guy who has like the Dragon Ball Z fro, whatever has yeah, the yeah. big. Poofy so he was blue the guy hair. in the middle, and that's the one where it would always freeze because I would hit a tree and then it would just freeze. Uh-oh. And uh, so I decided I would just start doing him first, like his challenge first oh, to see as soon as freeze. i beat that challenge yeah. i left the level and came back in and then just to test it out i turned the game off turned it on again mm. and it had saved so i didn't have to play that one again but oh, okay. since then it's yeah. frozen like it froze one time when i went in to talk to lucky it was just like i go it's like go talk to lucky so i go to talk to lucky and lucky's like why are you here and then it froze yeah no it, it would freeze for me and i was like is yeah. it i was like is it freezing for co- like comedic effect like am i going to respond eventually but after about 40 seconds i'm like uh i guess it's frozen yeah i don't know like uh yeah there's a couple times where if for me it would freeze like between spots like i'm like when i was trying to go to the driving range you know how it like goes black and then it goes yeah. to the next part it would freeze in the black it would never go to the next part but this the song would keep playing and the switch was fine i could hit the i could hit the home button it would go to the home button so i would just close out the game and then start the game again you know but like same thing when i got to the disc golf area i walk right up to talk to those guys and they're like oh you're here now and then it just like stops and then it never does and i can't move and it just would stop there but well, for me it would freeze when i actually like threw the disc and then it would like hit a tree 
and it happened three times in a row where the disc would hit this tree and then it would never stop spinning. Oh, yeah, that that didn't happen. And to so me, I would it, be it, like, okay, well, is this is that disc ever going to fall to the ground? But it would just keep spinning against the tree. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's and I couldn't yeah. control it anymore. Yeah, it's kind of glitchy, but it hasn't really it hasn't like taken away from the game for me. Like I still think the game is awesome, and I still think it's so a lot I. of fun to play. And it kind of so reminds like two guys me, who made it. I mean, well, yeah, it was yeah. made by two guys. But uh, it, well, like you, like you were saying, like earlier, I don't know if we were recording it, but uh, you were concerned. Like, does this get more like formulaic? It does eventually. Oh no! Yeah, but I was going to ask you: Is there any not tournaments? Not to spoil that anything it? to you, but I think they still do a good job of not making it too formulaic. Yeah, because I, I missed I missed doing tournament play like from Mario Golf and that type of thing, and I haven't really gotten to that yet. Like I played through one of the courses like maybe one time, so it's like I kind of miss I miss that stuff. But it does you do get to it eventually because you're at like six hours and I'm probably at like five, right? So you're farther than me. I'm a little further than you. Yeah, I don't think I'm that much further, but I'm like uh, there's definitely some stuff that changes at a certain point. You you remember the floop, right? <laughs> no, I don't remember the floop. You mentioned the floop. Uh, that was that was an old joke from our uh, from our young our young friendship when uh, when like when I don't know when I was in like my early twenties and you were in your late teens we used to when we used to hang out at the mall and all that there was some th- there was a guy uh, there was a guy from a from a Spy Kids movie or something called the Floop and he had a weird hair hair that came out in the front do you remember that oh yeah I remember you mentioned some we saw some dude at the mall. That had weird hair, and we call him the floop. And like, it was like sort of like a uh, rockabilly, whatever they call that hairstyle. Sort of, and that became like a running joke with us that we called things the floop. Anyway, the main character reminds me of the floop, like because his hair like moves, like when he runs, like the front of it. You know, it's like super crazy hair in the front. It was an old inside joke <laughs> that we had, and it reminded that, and I'd completely forgotten about it until I played golf story and i was like oh yeah this is floop i thought <laughs> i knew i thought i knew what the floop was i just wasn't sure well you you kind of uh that was your saying it came from you <laughs> that was your thing was floop and then later you told me it was from a spy kids movie but uh yeah there was oh, it, what is it what is the name of that hairstyle now i can't remember the, that rockabilly hairstyle where with the pompadour goes, oh, oh, pompadour? Huh? pompadour there we yeah go. yeah i think the floop was more like he just had hair like coming out the front and it was just like yeah just sticking out straight from his forehead. Anyway, it, he reminds me of that because when you run, his hair like moves and it's like a straight on, like it just goes straight out of his forehead. But it's kind of floopy. Yeah, super floopy. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. The, the game is silly. It kind of reminds me. It, the graphical style kind of reminds me of Earthbound. Believe it or not, like just it does uh, look like it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like very Super Nintendo. I I don't know why Earthbound because a lot of people compare it to Stardew Valley, but I never really played that. I'll play it tomorrow, but it just reminds me of Earthbound, I guess, because it's kind of like the, you know, subtle graphics, not not super over the top, but 2D, you know, isometric, all that, or top down, whatever. I can see it. I think it looks great, and I think the price point is, like, right there. Like, $15 I had no is good, doubts yeah. in my head about paying fourteen ninety nine for this golf game. Like, Oh, for sure, like, yeah. It's a, go- it's a golf game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like it. Yeah, it's I, I like golf games a lot, and I like, like, golf games with rpg aspects yeah. to it and that's definitely what this one is so and all those things that i was asking about when we talked about it last week is totally right like when i was like oh well can you level up and i was like yeah no you can and you can totally add you get like little points you can add to different things and, and you, you can, can actually buy different clubs yeah you can unlock stuff. different clubs and and there's a you know there's some fetch questy stuff but it's it's fun it's it's a lot of fun like it's, it's a really good uh i've seen a lot of people and it, and it just keeps getting better i can tell you yeah a lot. I see a lot of people like putting in like their top three already for like Switch games. I'm like, uh, 
It's not been out that long. But, I mean, there's, like, so many... The Switch is, like, having... Now it's been, like, week after week. It's, like, it was, like, um, it was like SteamWorld Dig 2 last week. And then it was, uh, was SteamWorld Dig 2 and then Golf Story and now Stardew Valley. Like, that's, like three weeks in a row of incredible releases so there's just going to be a lot of shit to play on the system and it's really cool but i definitely recommend golf story if you like golf games at all and if you kind of wanted to have a golf game that has story to it and like you know had had more to do other than just golfing like on a course it's uh, really cool they basically take one thing and they run with it you know they take the mechanic of golf like from video games and they're like how many different ways can we do this you know because there's like like you i mean i know you went to the prehistoric area or like lurker valley it looks like a yeah. prehistoric area. And there's like those different characters where there's like the one girl that's like, I like playing in the sand. So you have to play this hole where you have to stay in the sand the whole time. Or like one person's like, I like the deep rough. So you have to play where you have to like aim for the deep rough every time. There's, I love that. I love that yeah. they're reusing the same terrain for different challenges. Oh, yeah. No, there's like all these really cool, uh, interesting challenges involved with it, you know. So it's, yeah, it's great. No, I like that where it's like the same thing. It's like, oh, but try it this way. Or like one guy's like, you got to hit it in the tar every time, you know, or like, yeah, it's <laughs> or, or like there's one where you have to hit it to the moles and then yeah. it gets to this whole crazy side story about these guys that are controlling moles and they have skeleton characters that you have to destroy. It's basically like, yeah, that part was weird. I love I love that part though because I love like super bizarre ass stories to games and I think you'd probably like that, John, where it's just like they just kind of run with it. They just go crazy. I like the super bizarre stuff. Yeah, because it's like uh, it gets real bizarre. Yeah, no, it. When I did, when I was doing the playthrough of the first hour, I kept talking about uh, because there's all those geese at the beginning, and I was like, there has to be some sort of thing with the geese later where. You got to come back and fight them, but then there's this whole thing with moles after that, so it did kind of come back in a way. And if there is more geese stuff, don't spoil it for me. I mean, I hope there is, but don't don't say it. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but no, it's it's like super quirky. It's super fun. Um, it's it's really it's. I think it's like uh, smartly written and uh, witty and all that. And yeah, this is very enjoyable. If you, I mean, it's I, worth fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's. It out. Like I said, it's worth fifteen bucks, but there's a lot of games on there. You know, if you uh, feel feel yourself itching for a uh, for a golf game that like is kind of soothing but still challenging at the same time, you can you can try that one out. You know, I definitely highly recommend it. Like I said, if you like golf in any way or golf games in any way, it's totally worth playing. And another thing that I said was not going to be on there, there is multiplayer on it. Did you see that on the game? There is. Yeah, mm-hmm. two player, right? Yeah, there is two player. Um, you can, uh, I went to the, if you go to quick play, you can do, you can do that multiplayer and you can play all the different courses on there. That was the first thing I did and I didn't play any of the story and I didn't get it. And then I got it later when I played the story. Oh, you did a two player first? Oh, I did a quick play first just to play it just to, you know, oh, try gotcha. it out. And then I did the, and then I played it and then I did a live play, but yeah, it's, it's totally worth getting and, uh, yeah, check it out. I don't know if, uh, it's not much. Is there anything else you want to say about golf story? Not really. Other than I recommend it. Also. Yeah, I recommend it too. Um, I think uh, I think we're we're getting a little long into the two, so we should probably call it an episode here. But is there anything else you guys want to say in general about the SNES Classic or the Golf Story or about the Switch from what we talked earlier? Anything? Any last words before we put a pin in it here? Uh, do a safe state. Yeah, do a safe state on all of the games on the SNES Classic. Yeah, so you can stare at all of them on multiple TVs and look at your yeah. look at your accomplishments and get a SNES Classic. It's worth it. 
Yeah, if you can find one. There's a lot more now, so hopefully yep. they're more more able to get. But yeah, uh, this has been our episode 90. It's a super, <laughs> super long-ass episode, but it's a good one. You know, we had our, our favorite guest, uh, best guest of the show, uh, John Knitter, here again. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, it's so good I'm to talk to you again. To come back and thank, talk. Thank you, thank you. Talk to, to us talk to you guys too. Talked about talk to us about his adventuring and SNES classic hunting. Um, you know, if you like the show, you can find us at NintendoMadePodcast.com or you can search for Nintendo Made Podcast in pretty much any sort of podcast thing that you have. You can also find us on Twitch now and you can find us on YouTube and blah blah blah. All those other places. You can find me on Twitter as Nintendo underscore domain. Also, I try to tweet whenever I'm twitching or whatever. So, you know, you can find us on then on that. Anyway, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Kasky. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. This week on Nintendo Main, we have special guest John Nitter in, so he can talk about his SNES classics. And we all got SNES classics. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> you all right keep over it. there? There it is. Keep, keep it. <laughs> Print it. It'll probably end up at the end of the show, that one will.